Sorry, it's the sound of my my many uh ah use use your location once in the back. No, don't don't allow app to track my Okay, what's up to all our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Geek Nation? You're currently tuning into the Cult Pop Podcast live stream, aka spoiler alert, episode 765, where we usually review the past week comics as well as talk about some fun pop culture topics for your listening and/or viewing pleasure. However, tonight's different. Tonight we're gonna be talking about all things Spider-Man. PD. S. Spiderman is his name. Attorney uh, at law. Is it? Attorney at law. That's right. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street in Philadelphia, PA. A super rad shop, which caters to nerdy and nerd adjacent individuals of all shapes and sizes, except jerks like, like, like Brian. No jerks allowed. Like Flash Thompson. Like Flash Thompson and Norman Osborne. Joining us tonight is a, a murder's row of spoiler <laughs> alert and gutter talk all-stars. First up, returning champion, Len, the Bat Tribble. Len, what's your favorite Spider-Man or Spider-Family member costume design? You got 10 seconds to go. That would be uh, Gwen Spider, a.k.a. Ghost Spider. I love mm. that costume. Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Just That's a good costume. Words and you got them it's backwards. Good, the pink, <laughs> the pink with the white lips. You had one it. job, two words, to remember them, and you fucked that up. And I fucked yeah. it up. Yeah. I fucked it up. <laughs> up next, trusty stalwart, wart, wart, Brian Lieb. Brian, right. if you had to sacrifice a flash uh, to keep Peter Parker, which uh, flash would it be? I have to. Let's see. Which flash would it be? Ooh, if I had Bird. to sacrifice a flash. Say Thompson. Ooh, that's a good that's yeah, a that's, good uh, that's a good way out, but I won't take it. Um <laughs> let's see. There's so many no-name flashes between now and the 35th century or whatever. Yeah, ten seconds. I was wondering when his yeah. 10 seconds all the start. time. I, um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Bart, if we got to go with one of the main. Damn. Oh, the main. Flashes, right. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Bart. I do Jesse quick. I mean, who else? Oh, We're talking main was, flashes. You know what I mean? You're saying not, 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 uh, not a speedster. We've also got she was never the a flash. special guest. Brandon Jackson shorts. B. Hey. See, Brian Lieb is usually B. But now that Brandon's here, Brandon's going to be B. No, 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 no. As the returning champion, I cannot allow Brandon, who only comes up 
every once in a while. When was the last time you were on? It doesn't matter. You can't mm. take Brian's nickname. You can't take B. Technically, I'm pretty sure you called me B before Brian even joined the show. Just saying. Mm. You did. We share the B, but I really do appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I like Inspector Space Time Triple. I like, I like B. B's good. BJS, who's your <laughs> favorite villain? Who's your favorite Spidey villain who is not one of the Mr. Six? Now, this mm. is difficult. Is Black Cat a villain? There's been, there's been several Sinister Seas. So. There yeah. have, as we know from the recent Sinister War arc, that was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, seriously, is Black Cat a villain? Because I would say Black Cat. I would say not for, this, not for these purposes. Yeah, She ben, was at one point. She was recently with the Dan Slot run. She's chaotic neutral. I would say... She's in her way. Venom or... Whoever was in Dark Rain, because it when it was like Gargan? they had their own. Yeah, I think it was Matt Gargan, because I like yeah. them in that. And it was honestly, the Scorpion, the Venom, the Venom but also Venom. Venom. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was that was okay. very cool. So yeah, um, well, <clears throat> were in the yeah, no, That makes sense. I mean, Matt Gargan. Oh, that's a good point. Technically, six. Scorpion was in the Sinister Six. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're both the same B at this point. They just. Yeah. Start talking was Silver Sable a villain? Because I like her. She's cool. <laughs> She's a merc. Yeah, yeah, we'll give it to her. They've been at odds. Cool. I always liked Silver Sable. She was cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, Benjamin, by the way, Peter B. Parker. I uh, looked it up just now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as implied, uh, the applied question from earlier. You said Peter S. Parker. And we talked about oh. his middle name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Last but not least, we have Noel, who's also here. Because he keeps showing up, he's having a, he's having a rough day, you guys. You all right, buddy? Uh, we love you. Have a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he should do that. He might not be able to get back. Mm. What just happened? He dropped it. Yeah. I think that was a that was a Why? joke. I assume it was I, a bit. I, if I removed myself for technical reasons, I did it for technical oh. reasons. Don't put me oh. back on. It was so narratively appropriate. Right, right. Yeah. It, was. It, was. it seemed like he was just being like, you brought up right. that I'm having a bad day, I'm leaving. I'm out, and then he'd be right back. <laughs> he gas. Oh my God. He oh, fuck. Um, I feel so bad for him. Yeah. Oh, my little kid. As you may have noticed uh, from the series of questions, all grumpiness aside, tonight will be a full Spider-Man extravaganza episode where we'll be talking about the new movie and... Now, it says all things Spidey, but I don't think it's all things Spidey. Everything so we will things. be discussing will be Spidey-based, but we're not going to talk about every aspect of Spider-Man. Uh, this will also likely be the last new episode of 2021, so we're ending this year in festive style. Cheers. I have a Sam Adams winter lager. It's festive and smooth. Does anybody else got anything? I have, I have water. Water right here. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I actually forgot that... Uh, you guys drink during the show, and now I didn't. No, well, not, well, not, not really. We drank during like the I, first. I drank during the show. We drank oh. a lot during the holiday special last year. Oh, that was fun. fun. Yeah. All right. So, Spidey Gens of Topics. Noel has written us up. Uh, one, we should start the conversation with a foundation on the character of Spider Man. Let's go around the virtual room 
and share our thoughts about Spidey agnostic of the new movie. So up until the new movie, what, what are some Spidey thoughts? I'm going to go first. Hmm. I'm the Spidey guy. I consider myself a Spidey guy. Like Bat, uh, Bat Tribble is the Bat guy. Len's a big Bat guy. I have always gravitated towards Spider-Man as my number one King of New York superhero. He was my guy. He was my dude. I loved him. Uh, very first superhero comics that I ever read. I've been reading them ever since. I've been through the peaks and the valleys of the of the story. Uh, I was there for the clone saga and John Burns chapter one. So, mm. so many, so many valleys, but also some peaks. So, so um, I've, uh, yeah, huge Spider-Man fan. I've always loved them. And I remember thinking when Spider-Man came out, the very mm. first, well, not the very first, the first modern Spider, God, it's not even modern anymore. Hmm. The first <laughs> blockbuster Spider-Man film um, by Sam Raimi. And I remember thinking, I did it. I lived long enough. <laughs> Anything after this is is just putting on putting on top of my pickle, right? That's 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 a delicious treat, right? Putting pickles. Um, I remember thinking, like, I did it. I saw it. I can die, and everything mm -hmm. will be fine. Uh, I just for some reason it hit me that way. Seeing him on the big screen, doing the swinging and the whatnots and the whipping. Loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big Spidey fan, and I've been through all the films. I've gone to opening night on every single Spider-Man film, and uh, I honestly can say I've enjoyed all of them for different reasons. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. You know what's interesting oh, about my that? my son's middle name is Parker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's interesting about that is when I saw the first Tom Holland movie. As the credits were coming up, I thought of you because I was thinking this finally spider fans are getting the movie that they that, like. This is probably going to be the movie that they want. And I know how big of a Spider-Man fan you are. And it was kind of the similar thought to what you had for the first one, except I was like, I'm happy for spider fans like JD that they're getting this movie. Which I'm sorry, which film was that? For the Tom Holland one. Homecoming. Oh, like, this, of all of them, this homecoming. is Homecoming. Probably, yeah, Homecoming. It's like this yeah. is probably going to be the one that will they will like the most. So, so your yeah. thought was, thank God this movie's out. Now JD can die. No, yeah. now JD can be. <laughs> His plan can come to fruition at last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Yes. You go. All right, my this one is just general Spider-Man thoughts. Is what that's the that's the deal. Uh, I like Spider-Man. He's great. He's one of my top Marvel guys, <laughs> right? We've got Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and the Hulk, probably, or like those were my three favorites from way back when, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but Spider-Man is always the clear favorite, right? He's uh, he's a lot of people's favorite. He's one of the main superheroes that anybody knows that doesn't know anything about superheroes. They know yep. who Spider-Man is. They know that song. Um, and right. yeah, there's there's something about uh, there's something about Spider-Man, right? He's a fun character. He's not the the highest powered or the most abstract or philosophical, which are usually the things that I gravitate towards. But um, you know that sense of right and wrong, great power comes mm -hmm. great responsibility. Always doing the right thing. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great about Spider-Man. He's always battling his way out. Um, and through so also poor which is relatable he's also poor yeah yeah uh yeah. that's true 
but that never really registered for me as a kid. I was like, he's an adult. He's living his life, you know? Mm. Um, and he's got what seemed like fun powers, right? Like they're not, they're like I said, they're not the most powerful, but just like swinging around, wall mm. crawling. He looks cool doing it. Uh, the costume is great. Yeah. Spider-Man's great. Now I would do want to say as a set of powers, not my favorite. Like I would not pick spider powers yeah. for my, I mean, yeah. cause I live in, I live in Maniunk. There's no place to web swing. That's true. Mm-hmm. Honestly, let's say there was though, even if I you're in the about, heart of the city. I think a lot about the fact that like, he doesn't need to web swing. Webbing isn't part of his powers. He could do anything he That's wanted true. with the, with, That's he true. doesn't need to make webs. He just decided, listen, I have a brand. I have to stick to it for no reason. Yeah. Like Batman has his brand, right? But like that's because he thinks that bats are like scary. He wants to do like it's all part of like the fear thing. Mm-hmm. That's not why Spider Man does it. He just <laughs> likes spiders. I get. I don't know. I always thought yeah, it was I weird. Mean, he, guy like spider. he realized right. that he could crawl like a spider. Right. So he was like, "Hey, hey, when like, spidey, we spider do thing. what we spideys do." Yeah. So he, maybe instead of like webbing, just make like really strong rope or something. Which is. Yeah, it's just pick a different set of powers. What? So, but it doesn't yeah, yeah. have to be webbing. I'm saying, like, instead of making it like webbing that has like holes, like, like a net, make it like a mesh thing. Which I know he's done sometimes, but most of the oh, time, yeah, it's like, all kind of different web yeah. shit. But he in the uh, Straczynski run, he did actually. You remember? You guys remember where he started uh, the spider totem and all nope, that? We don't talk about stuff? that. It was bad. It was stupid. I like so the spider totem was dope. Spider totem was dope as hell. Okay. Sure, it was so, wonderful. We do talk about that, but uh, we don't talk he, about since past. Sure, mm. oh no, we don't talk about since past. Um, they he did actually talk about that, Brandon. He was like, when he starts realizing that he's chosen of the spider totem and that kind of thing, he's like, you know, I never, I just kind of picked it as a gimmick, and uh, <laughs> you know, that was that. I mean, I guess he knew that he got bit by a spider, and he yeah. can do spidery what one might imagine a spider could do. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so he just went with it, but then he gets more into the, the meaning of, of it at all. You know who has cool powers? Miles Morales. Flash. You know, those oh. are cool spider powers. <laughs> <laughs> These are actually useful. Zap and the in- invisibility. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brandon, you go. Me. I like, so general Spider-Man, I have never like, I used to like Spider-Man as a kid. Like, I've always really loved the 90s show. Um, but I was never, like, a super huge Spider-Man fan. But I did. I always loved, like, Ultimate Spider-Man. That was mm. always really great. Um, and I think I like the character. I think it's he's, he's an everyman character. I think that's what makes him so relatable. Like, you have, like, Captain America, but, like, he's, like, peak strength. You have Iron Man. He's rich. Like, those things aren't relatable. Peter Parker, when he's not in costume, is just a guy just trying to live life. And I think that's what makes him so relatable. Like, he's just trying to find a, he's trying to do his job. He's trying to get a girlfriend. He's trying to take care of his family. He's the, yeah, it's relatable. So I think that's what I like about him. No. Oh, um, I, I've never, I, I think I've mentioned a thousand times. I don't have a character per se, you know, like when mm. I guess we would be Batman, JD, Spider-Man, uh, Brian, your flash. Um, mm. I, it's <laughs> flash. I'll decide that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 
Um, I follow I follow um, creative teams and artists more than I do. <laughs> and just like that. <laughs> um, uh, so I I never I like I didn't follow Spider-Man through peaks and valleys. If it was a valley, I would I would drop off and then come back like it wasn't like a, a ride or die thing with him. But yeah. Spider-Man Ultimate Spider-Man got me back into comics in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I left for a long time and at the campus Barnes and Noble, they had all of the Bendis Bagley trades and I just started mm-hmm. eating them up. And then that was the slow gateway into getting back into weekly comics. So if there was an era of Spider-Man and my relationship with Spider-Man, it would, it was kind of framed around that. And then that got me to go backwards and forwards and keep sampling and just love the character more. And then with the movies, um, that 2002, that 2001 movie, uh, I was a giant fan. I was a stupid film student. I'm a giant fan of Sam Raimi. Mm -hmm. I followed his career all throughout high school, you know, as a high schooler would follow your career pre the internet, you just look up movies and old video stores and try and find shit that you people made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all it. you could do. Those, those are the two things. <laughs> um, and when I, I remember reading that he got the job and I was just ecstatic and followed every single thing that I could. And it's that movie, but did feel like a fruition, but not so much for Spider-Man so much as Sam Raimi get, it's $150 million to yeah, make a superhero make a movie. movie. Like all yeah. these things that all of my interests converged with that movie. So my relationship with Spider-Man is always just kind of like a cross medium and got me back into movies and comics more than any other character. Right on. I, I see where Hal 2814 put up um, that his mom got him the Superman versus Spider-Man oversized comic when he was a kid and he took it to school to show off to his friends and it was the beginning of his geek life. I think it was when that oversized comic book came out in the 70s when and I think I always kind of sensed this as a person who was following comics back then and was definitely a DC guy, but uh, my friend from down the street, Fred, was getting me into Marvel comics. And I was slowly coming to me that, you know, in my world, it was Superman and Batman and maybe Wonder Woman. And especially because on the uh, television, there were Super Friends. But that book told me, no, the true trilogy of comics, you know, the is Superman, Batman and Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Because it's the three of them that everybody know. And the reason why it's so and it was a no brainer that in this first superhero crossover of Marvel in D.C. that Spider-Man was going to be there. Any other time over the last 20, 30 years, that other that D.C. representative would have been Batman. But at this time, it was still Mm -hmm. Superman. Mm -hmm. Those two were the most recognizable heroes in the world. And it's kind of interesting when you think about it, because they both share the same color scheme. Um, but my thing about Spider-Man was I was never a big collector of his comic books themselves, but I started collecting in digest form his his uh, first comic books. Like, yeah, the, yeah like mm-hmm. the, the, the Ditko comic book used to come in like little small pocketbooks. And yeah. I, I had like about probably within the first six of those, I had like the first 30 to 40 issues. And I was like, 
Ah, I, I dig this Spider-Man. That was like mm. really my introduction to Steve Ditko's art. And I was like, mm. loved his weird, his weird anatomy that he kind of put on everybody. Mm. And, and, and that's what really got me into Spider-Man. And then lo and behold, to see a lot of those stories come to life in the animated cartoon, which was in syndication by that time for me. I was like, yo, this is dope. I'm like, yo, I like in the, in the and the theme song, yes, everybody knows the theme song. Mm-hmm. But if you're a real fan of that show, it's the music. That <laughs> Spider-Man music is so eclectic, so jazzy, so rad. I mean, I had every piece of interstitial music from <laughs> that series. I have it. I use it for loops, for tons of stuff. It's just so fucking dope. Yo, it is bananas, man. So that's where my introduction and my love of Spider-Man comes in. And mm-hmm. while I followed the character over the years, of course, um, enough to recognize him as a fun character, a dope. I don't know if I ever related to him as a as a poor guy, sad sack guy, can't get a chick guy or anything like that. I just like, yeah, Spider-Man's kind of dope. As much as I loved him on the Marvel side, I fell in love first with the Fantastic Four. And so they, they'll yes. always be my gateway into um marvel but i then do remember two things uh one kurt busick did a uh, a comic book called the untold tales of spider-man oh yes which was like the little which was which was like stories set in between the original Mm. runs Mm. of the of the comic it was bananas (laughs) dope that like hands i i fell in love with like well i love kurt's music and i love that was spider-man for me so So, pat o'leaf right yeah pat o'leaf is the artist i was trying to remember who did that artwork Mm -hmm. i sold one of those at the shop on sunday is that the the complete one right there that's it yeah Oh man, how how much is that? Uh, hundy. I think oh. that oh, okay. the oh. the omnibus is a hundy, and then there's a complete collection version of it that's forty. Okay, which that's, is soft cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I mean that, that soft cover might might get got after I, <laughs> I after I take care of the the, the kids for Christmas. Um, <laughs> and then JD, as a retailer, you can answer this because while I didn't read ultimate spider-man bendis um and bagley's run i did recognize you know by leafing through it you know how you know cool it was and i could i could dig that everybody was like following it and loving it but i'm curious because when that book started to get collected in its trades it seemed to me as an outsider that that was the first comic book that people I heard about really starting to collect in the trades, looking forward to those trades. I don't know whether or not you found that to be true as a retailer, but that's what I was finding like the word of mouth that was hitting me. I wasn't a retailer at the time. Um, That was the year 2000. Oh, damn, that's right. That's right. Uh, as a as a reader, I was waiting for the trades for 90% of that run. I had the, I was the first I would be so excited for the next trade. I, you mm-hmm. know, remember counting down like, all right, so it's monthly or bi-monthly every four to six months. And I would actually pay attention at the newest Barnes and Noble. Like I was, I was exclusively yep. trade waiting for that before I really understood what, where there was a, a LCS near me. 
it was mm-hmm. just the local bookstore. And I, I ended up collecting that whole run in trades up to like volume 17. Yeah. And then, and then finally got a local shop and started reading it in issues. I think it was around 125 or something. I, all of those, it, all those trade paperbacks are out of print now. That's, I know. Uh, I, it's, I donated them. I could have sold them for a lot, but I ended up donating them to uh, to Goodwill like six or seven years ago. In my naivete, I kind of thought they would just keep them in print. Right. Um, they didn't, yeah. January 5th, 4th, the Omnibus is coming out. The first Omnibus for Amazing Spider- or for uh, Ultimate oh, Spider-Man. The first 40 issues. And I, I think I do remember that being like something different happening with the trades. Like mm-hmm. that might've been one of the early ones that they were coming out that quickly after. Right after. Yeah. Were and if yeah. I remember like, were. The, like the big thing, it was, they were made for collection because they had the same trade dress on them. So oh, that was, yeah, that yeah. was the advent of decompressed storytelling too. Yeah. Like right. yeah. the yeah. first, yeah. the first volume was seven issues and he didn't get the costume until like the fifth issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was it's all, very much. It's all based on the first. It's what was the, the first Spider-Man story in Amazing Fantasy 15 was like six pages. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And he made it into seven issues. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I think, think, even I think have Miles doesn't get his until like the 10th or something. Oh. Like he didn't yeah. get his costume till later either. Uh. Yeah. Speaking of, I think that's an excellent segue. Oh, ah. Uh, does anyone? Okay, so Noel, we already know Noel's. He's, he 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 said it earlier. Does anyone specifically have favorite Spidey eras in the comics? When did you love reading his books the most, if ever? So we kind of touched on that with our our Spider-Man origin stories, but let's go back and redo it. Um, mine is the J.M. Demetrius, I believe, was his name. Run with Todd McFarlane and Eric Larson. And then Mark Bagley. So it was in the late 80s, early 90s. It was um, MJ becoming an actress Mm. on a daytime soap opera and becoming rich. And they had a like a penthouse apartment and then she gets kidnapped and uh, a whole bunch of the advent of um, Venom. I, that was when I really first started collecting issue to issue and was looking forward to an issue to issue. Before that, it was those little digests, I think, that Len had mentioned. I had digests of the um, John Romita Sr. run. Okay. Yeah. I remember one of them I have specifically is Kingpin swinging Spider-Man around by his feet. <laughs> Uh, which I just I love that image. So like um, merry-go-round style, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just have a little yeah. fun in between the fights. Yeah, yeah. and again, and to again. Me, I thought Kingpin was a Spider-Man villain. I mean, exactly, yeah. exactly. Which he like, was. I mean, he did start out that way, right? Yeah, like he. Well, no, for for a long time, yeah. it's, it was only in probably the eighties with Frank Miller that he started becoming a Daredevil right? villain. Yeah. Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, my favorite was that time period. Um, he also had a guy. You remember his the enforcers, one of whom mm-hmm. was named Fancy Dan, I yeah. believe, and the Ox. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't show up I, as much anymore. I, I think they were even though recently, even though Ultimate got me back into comics, I don't think it's my favorite anymore. Or it used yeah. to be. It, like it started. It was just like the only one I ever read. But 
in the last 15 years, I think Superior is above it. And Ooh. the first half of JMS's run speaks to me now as a mid to late 30s uh, adult. The fact yeah. like Peter being a substitute teacher and trying mm-hmm. to help kids like in real life as opposed to just like these were such better stories. And uh, and I probably just wasn't ready for them when I was 12. Yeah, yeah. at all. Len. No, oh, I said it. It's Untold Tales of Spider-Man. Like, cool. Yeah. It, it, it's hands down. That's my so much so. I am. I'm not so much anymore. I'm a huge John Byrne fan, but not mm-hmm. long after the Untold Tales of Spider-Man stopped being, uh, you know, run. It stopped his run, and I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it didn't sell. I don't know. Whatever. Not long after that, John Byrne did a, I think, Spider-Man Chapter One or some junk, where he oh, probably yeah. tried to kind of like do his own little reboot of the uh, the next chapter, the next yeah. chapter, yeah, like trying to do his own kind of like untold tale type of thing or like reimagining of Spider-Man's origin, and. I said, John Byrne, just shut up and go home. Just get go back to your own damn lawn, dude. Nobody asked you to remix this. Like it, it, it's it's straight. That shit. Well, that shit came out like three years before Ultimate Spider-Man, and people made comparisons about how like this worked, but this sure shit didn't because it was like an old man trying to mm-hmm. talk the teenagers yeah. now versus like a young indie comics upstart actually telling a story like a modern teenager so yeah you were right len uh the first thing you said was correct this this is not what you're talking about what you're talking about is called chapter one and that was him going back and retelling uh the spider-man ditko stan lee stories with a fresh take yeah Uh, and then after chapter one was the next chapter which is him writing both uh writing and drawing Spider-Man and I want to say Spectacular Spider-Man. He was writing two books at the same time. Oh, um, but yeah, as a, and like I was a big John Byrne fan too. So I was like, oh, snap. John Byrne's going to be doing Spidey because I love Man of Steel. Mm. When he came on board for the Man of Steel and rejiggered Superman after the crisis, that was my shit. And so I was like, oh, he's going to Man of Steel Spider-Man? That's my dude. And he came in and I was like, uh, oh. Mm-hmm. I hated it. It was so bad. Um, very, very terrible. And then, yeah, immediately after this failed, they did Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, Dan H. says, my 10-year-old loves Spider-Man more than any other character, but Miles is his Spider-Man. I love that. That's wonderful. As he should be. Brandon! Uh, for me, honestly, with, well, so I, I got into comics like at some point pretty much with ultimate spider-man so i would that's definitely probably one of my favorite eras and then after that because i read that but that wasn't like happening at the time when i started comics when i started comics dan slot was doing it and it was during like superior spider-man time so i've been reading pretty much since then and honestly i wouldn't say any of that has been like my favorite so i would probably say ultimate spider-man just by default it is the strongest of the like it's the longest era work we've mentioned and it's Mm. it's got it the peaks are not very deep or the the valleys are not very deep it's a really consistent book like even when it gets stupid you're like still pretty good 
And it it's, has one, it's one writer, one artist for most. Most, part. yeah, most, yeah. And also, for the yeah, record, I think, right? Like, didn't they? Yeah, one fifty, one fifty-one. I think was the record. But mm-hmm. even when Bagley left, Stuart Immonen, David Lafuente, uh, Sarah Pakelli, yeah. like it was just it never had a down moment art-wise ever. Agreed. Brian. Yes. Uh, so. I've been trying to think of like what is my favorite era with typifies Spider-Man for me, and that's good because that's the question. <laughs> I was I was so happy that it was. What is yeah, and I can't think <laughs> of like the run that it is. I can think of different things, none of which feel like the core Spider-Man. Like uh, the first thing that popped into my mind was the Captain Universe. Spider-Man oh yeah story, right it's an Whoa. awesome story it's great um but it's definitely not what i think of when i think of spider-man you know right um uh, ultimate spider-man for me is like a a really strong but still alternate spider-man you know mm, gotcha. um it's great uh so what else would it be like number four you got it please <laughs> Oh, you know, I had a Marvel Masterworks of, like, early Spider-Man and some just, like, early Spider-Man Silver Age kind of stuff that I always loved. Uh, But when I really think Spider-Man, I guess I think the runs, it's a long time, but when there was, like, the years when there was a Peter Parker Spider-Man of Spectacular, Amazing, and I think one other in, like, mid-90s. Web of Spider-Man? Web of, that's what it was, Web of Spider-Man. In the mid-90s. And maybe up through like the early two thousands, I guess, finishing out around that Spider Toad. Yeah, time. there was this, yeah. there was as many Spider Man books as there was Batman books. Now, like it was a tangled web, untold tales, tangled web of web. spectacular, yeah, um, amazing. And you know, Magic another one that that yeah. people forget. Uh, excuse me, it was um, Marvel Team Up, which was yeah. Spider Man uh, Team yes. Up with a different, yeah. and that was one of where. Um, that's a book where I think Byrne got like his early start on. Oh, is that right? Book. Yeah. And yeah. to bolster your comparison, when Brave and the Bold had Batman teaming up with other characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Uh, another one had Superman. Yeah. That was DC, DC Comics Presents was Superman. Yeah. Also, and Marvel Team Up had Superman. Invincible. Spider-Man had one. Was that Brennan? Oh, that's Ultimate Marvel Team Up, which I have mm. right here. Yeah. Mm. Is it? I have a picture. It just says Marvel team up. Uh, no, it's the ultimate one because it was uh, Kirkman and Bendis that did it together because Kirkman actively, publicly jockeyed for the job to write Ultimate Spider-Man. And Bendis was like, no, never. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm never leaving this book. So. Huh. And he did. <laughs> Sucks for you, buddy. Well, I mean, he ended the book. Yeah, he ended. He didn't leave. <laughs> he didn't leave. Oh, he ended book? I thought somebody did write it after. Uh, no, I mean, somebody, is, somebody oh, has okay. write, Somebody's written Miles since, but right, Miles right, is in okay. the six one six. Like he right, right. started and ended the entirety of Ultimate Spider Man. That's yeah. cool. Well, yeah. yeah. So, good. Sorry. No, I, I think we're done with the topic. Yeah, I've been having fun because um, on this Spider Man: The Next Chapter. It really tickles me how <laughs> the mask, the way John Byrne has drawn the mask mm-hmm. and how far apart those eye holes are. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 The, the middle of his... Translates, 
<laughs> translates to this. <laughs> I mean, or or the middle of the pupils is literally the black outline of the inside of the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I think he also later got bitten by a hammerhead shark, and so his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> uh, fun! There is actually a villain named Hammerhead. There is. There is. There is. People Daredevil and sometimes Daredevil and Spider-Man villain. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we talked about the comics, our favorite eras in comics. Did I miss anybody? Everybody went right. Yeah. Go. Great. Let's get into the media outside of comics. Does anyone? Fuck no, nah, not does anyone. Everyone, all of y'all, what is your favorite film, cartoon, or video game characterization or storyline that you would like to share and or defend? I'm going to go first. I can't defend the Clone Saga as much as I feel like no, someone should. No, really? <laughs> but I like how you took the question I, and decided to do the opposite of it. I will not no, defend I it, but I will tell you how, how great Wait, it is. Wait, which film, cartoon, or video game is the Clone Saga? Or that's just the first half yeah. of your sentence. That's in the first half of my sentence, mother. <laughs> Bring it um, <laughs> So, uh, you know, the first thing I thought of was the Clone Saga. But that's that's the wrong category. Uh, <laughs> I'm going nice to defend... Clone Listen! Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. I got to defend Andrew Garfield. I think that Andrew Garfield... For anyone who doesn't know, Andrew Garfield was the main... Peter Parker, our protagonist in Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2, alongside Emma Stone and Sally Fields and who has been? Uh, President Bartlett. Um, yeah, the president. Yeah, um, um, Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. What a, right. what a wonderful cast. When I had heard all of those people had been cast, I couldn't believe it. Sounded perfect. And that those movies, I think, get a lot of flack. Amazing 1 and Amazing 2. Amazing 2... Is the Spider-Man three of the franchise of the two films? Um, <laughs> it kind of deserves it, but I don't think Andrew Garfield deserves it. I think that Andrew Garfield does what he can. Him and Emma Stone do what they can with what they are given, and I think that his love for the character shines through, and the chemistry that um, they both have together on film is just. I, I was just eating it up, man. I, I thought it was palpable. I thought it was really good, especially coming off of the Sam Raimi films where there was not a drop of chemistry between uh, Cardboard McGuire and Kirsten Dunst. Um, they actually dated, I just found out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I, know. I just found that out. You'd think that yeah. would have translated. And it, it didn't does not. last. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Wait, are you talking about them? Like, McGuire? Or are you talking about yeah. Emma Stone and... I was talking about oh. McGuire. Oh, but they both both is our both, yeah. both couples yeah. did yeah. and Tom Holland and Zendaya. I I'm gonna oh, go. Are they dating? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, um, I'm jumping on this because that's my answer too. I am a hardcore stan of Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. He is to me the perfect embodiment of both Peter Parker. This like a 2000s version of Peter Parker. No, he is he's the ultimate Peter Parker. Um, okay. from Ultimate Spider-Man. That's literally the inspiration for like his Peter Parker persona. But the way that he handles Spider-Man, I didn't understand it was missing until I saw it. Like, Tobey Maguire's version of Spider-Man was just, he was wearing a suit and he was still out of, like, he never said anything. He never joked. He never quipped. He was never He would witty. just woohoo. Yeah, he would just say woohoo a lot. Whereas with... Andrew Garfield, the thing about that made it so appealing about the character is when he puts the mask on, he is confident. 
He is witty. He is charismatic. He is playful. He is taunting. And that's mm-hmm. the best thing about Spider-Man. This like feeble into something else. And like, even, even his origin is based off the fact that he was a vain piece of shit for five minutes. That's inside yeah. of him. That is yeah. a part of him. Uh, and the consequences of it. So like, I loved, I just, I love him as Peter Parker so much. I, I rewatched amazing Spider-Man last night uh, with your son. And uh, it, it's a stronger movie than people give it credit for I the agree. first one, at least. I it's, agree. I, and um, yeah, I'm, I've been very happy revisiting those, those movies or at least mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker this past week. And I got to say, like, even in spite amazing Two, the Gwen, the Gwen of it all really, fuck, it devastated me. Uh, it, it, I was so invested in their relationship and the surprise of them actually doing it, doing the thing that I didn't think they were going to do. All mm-hmm. the clues were there that they were going to kill her off. She's wearing the same exact outfit. <laughs> right. But I thought, oh, there's only, they're going to kill off Gwen Stacy in the second movie. It's a trilogy. They're going to kill her off. They're just doing that so that everyone flips out before going in the scene in the movie and they're trying to psych us out. I know I'm not going to, oh shit, she's dead. Oh my God. And I was sad for so long. There's um, a, so yeah, I can I just ignore the the Harry part, the Green Goblin part, and some of the Electro part, and the rest <laughs> I enjoy. There's okay. a there's a scene in the first one. Uh, if 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 you had all doubted like the chemistry between the two actors, there's a scene in the first one where he asks her out, but they neither of them finish a full sentence throughout yeah, the whole yeah. scene. Yeah, and it is I the most that. adorable, most effective. I, I, I rewound it and watched it twice, like to, to my wife being like, look how good these actors are. Like it's yeah. it's like, a. do you think maybe? Well, I mean, it, we could if uh, both of those things. I, I think sure, do tomorrow. Or, yeah, well, we do that. you know, well, I'm kind of busy. I, or well, should we do yeah. this? Uh, either one. Yeah, it was it's yeah. you can rewatch it over and over again. Those those I movies are poorly. Maligned. Also, the best web swinging scenes oh my god i All tweeted the that the other day ones yeah say say anything you want about the andrew garfield movies if you hate him you hate him that's fine but the web swinging is a number one king of new york it's so good it's so good the fact that you know peter i'm sorry toby Maguire would just throw out a web and just do an arc and that would be the end of it um but this when andrew i remember thinking when andrew uh would hit an arc and then need to make an abrupt switch he would thwip mm. and pull himself mm. there were physics involved well, you know the, the i remember way, go ahead i remember the scene in um spider-man one where he saves mj and you know he's a you know that that gif where he's basically just a um <laughs> a mannequin and they're swinging the wrong way her hair is blowing in the <laughs> wrong way um amazing that that made it into the movie um he does like a big arc and then does a turn and a boop and then lands on the roof. There's no physics to it. It just, he's on a wire and no one gives a shit. Um, uh, but Garfield's yeah. physicality with the webs too, like um, yeah. when he's messing with the carjacker and just constantly keeps closing the door, like he, yeah. he takes it and pulls it. It's not just like a, he cool. Like he flicks yeah. with it and plays with it. Like if there's actual yeah. physicality and motion to it as yeah. opposed to. Yeah. I always love yeah, how oh, he plays with it. 
with like I always think about that scene in Spider-Man 2 when he's helping Gwen get away from the security guard and like he messes with the guard and he like pulls the guy's coat up and he like yeah. Yeah. like webs like his shoe or something and it's like yeah. it's just it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, and even in uh, Amazing One, where he, he first encounters the lizard in like a hallway, and he crawls around him, weaving yeah. a web in order to bind him, like a spider does. Fucking badass. I'm sorry. Someone else go. Len. <laughs> well, the, okay. I'm, I'm going to say a couple of things in regards to Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, because I do think he was an excellent Spider-Man. I do think that he had the great chemistry with Emma Stone. Uh, Gwen Stacy. Um, I loved his physicality as Spider Man, the whole whipping, the crawling around. There is a fantastic scene, it's probably to me one of the best Stan Lee scenes is from the, the Amazing Spider Man when Stan Lee is in the, I think, the library or something, and the lizard and Spider Man are fighting <laughs> in slow motion behind them. It's like it's, it's, it's fucking epic. Um, the only thing that I will say in defense of Tobey Maguire and those first three movies is that Andrew Garfield had the benefit of those movies existing mm-hmm. and, and learning what not to do. Um, you got to remember that those movies, there, there is a, you know, from year to year, let alone the amount of years in between Tobey Maguire's movies and The Amazing Spider-Man as far as the the difference in computer animation and CGI at that time. So I'm just going to, you know, give them a little bit of a pass because as much as you can look at some of that stuff now and be like, "Eh, what the fuck? Just like you said, J.D., when you go to that movie, that first movie, that first time, and he's up on that screen, you're like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this pretty uh, like Spider Man to me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. so I'm just gonna give them a, a bit of the defense on there. But I'm down for the Andrew Garfield love. But since the question is about the 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 best, you know, Spider Man movie adaptation or whatever, whatever, whatever the fuck, I am going to forever sit and kneel and stand on the <laughs> mountaintop of the best superhero movie. Of them all, which is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, there ain't oh, yeah. no of course. Spider-Man. There no, ain't man. no Batman. There ain't no Superman. There ain't the boys. There ain't no Watchman, even though the HBO one was pretty dope. But <laughs> none of them can touch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which is the best animated spider-man that you're going to see it is the best it's so fucking greatly animated it feels like live action to me because i feel like i am a live action little boy reading a comic book come to life right there so (laughs) screw you guys i don't give a fuck what y'all say nothing's gonna top into the spider-verse with miles morales i gotta say uh yeah (laughs) <laughs> You're right. Uh, th- my only question is, after walking out of No Way Home, was where, where, in relation to Into the Spider Verse, does this fall? 
Because those are my top two right now, and they're sort of like battling. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh! Um, I can't wait. I, we get to the rest of the questions. Wait, I was going to say, I, I also have like a, a take about what's best and what's not, and my baggage comes into play. But if it comes down to like most effective, successful single film, it's absolutely into the Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. The fact that this one relies so heavily on nostalgia. Knowledge. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Brian. Yes. Um, so I saw this. I saw a film, uh, cartoon, video game. I've got a quick answer for each one of those. Uh, oh, shoot. I got to go Sp- Spider-Man 2, probably, the Tobey Maguire version. Well, since this is just kind of adaptation, I'll say the Tobey Maguire version, right? That took me away in a way that no other live-action one has. Um, Just the quality of it. Because this was, like, arguably the first of the modern era of superhero movies or definitely the first one where it just looked like the comic on screen. Mm -hmm. You know? Until that point, it was a lot of leather. Yeah, both in costume, like they just did the costume, right? And yeah. so the back spider's a little different, whatever, who cares? The webbing is raised, but that's an artist interpretation on the page too, you know? Um, but like, the, you know, the X-Men look pretty X-Men-ish. Michael Keaton's Batman and Christopher Reeve's Superman, you know, the, the CGI technology, that wasn't quite there to make it look like, really like it is in the comic, but... Uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man did. It was like just up there on the screen. And Spider-Man 2 was for a long time arguably the best superhero movie. You know, like it reigned at the top for a while, I would say. For for most uh, people, I think. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. many conversations I've had and everyone sort of just the consensus was Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, right. Like pre- before that, Superman with Christopher Reeve. Superman 2. And they're of such sufficiently different eras that they could like both occupy the top spot, you know? Yeah. Um, And then now there are other top movies, but yeah. So movie wise, I think that one, you know, blew me away. Like, like uh, nothing else has quite Uh, the cartoon spectacular Spider-Man, I think (gasps) edges out the nineties Spider-Man. Yeah. That was such a good cartoon. Yes. That was, uh, Oh, just amazing. And Two seasons. Yeah, so good. And a great theme song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great art, animation. Uh, art designed by um, Cheeks, Sean Cheeks Galloway, who's an mm-hmm. artist that I really like. My favorite, I'm sorry to sorry to butt, butt in there. My yeah. favorite out of that whole uh, thing with the designs of everything, just the fact that Peter had the tag of his T-shirt out yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Awesome. And it really was a good... It was a good retelling that didn't just, it was like a good uh, revision of the classic stories, right? Like yeah. when was the the main girlfriend, which hadn't been the case for most, you know, like most exposure to it, it's MJ outside of, yeah. outside of the comics or in the comics now. But uh, oh, it was a great series. And video games, I'm not a big video game guy, but one of my, one of my most played video games of all time is the Spider-Man game for the N64. Uh, and it, it was a great game. You you really, 
I don't know, it felt like swinging around and it was an open kind of, you know, you, you didn't have to follow like a path. I think it was one of the first of those games. And I don't know if it would quite qualify as open world, but you could, you could swing off, off the path if you wanted to. Um, and uh, you felt like you could behave like Spider-Man in the, in the thing. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> and you could get a variety of, uh, <laughs> you could, yeah. See, Spider-Man, right there. I can, I can hear Brandon laughing. The um, the Spider-Man, yeah, the Spider-Man in, on GameCube, the the film adaptation one that was narrated by Bruce Campbell was my favorite one. Yeah, it was great. That was, that was a, a fun one. And well, because it was it was the first it was the one. first one I remember playing that was mostly open world. So like you didn't even have to fucking play the game. You could yeah, just go was, into practice yeah. mode and swing around the city for yeah. hours. And Spider-Man 2? Was it Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 1? Either way, it was Yeah, GameCube. Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man uh, featured Bruce Campbell. And the one where you, like, you would swing at the top of skyscrapers and you would hear, you could hear that there was a city down there, but you could never go <laughs> down anywhere. Oh, you always were at the top of buildings or inside <laughs> buildings. And uh, then it was no. Spider-Man 2 that was the sandbox open world, go wherever you want for the most part. Um, yeah, that was that was for the longest time my favorite Spider-Man game. Yeah. Now, JD, you showed one of the cooler parts of that Spider-Man game a second ago. You saw the Spider-Man 2099 costume. I yeah. think that was that was one of my first experiences with being able to do different skins and costumes. And it, right. And they were all there. You had the Captain Universe one was there, and they came with different yeah. things. Like if you had the symbiote one, you could get. I think I forget what special thing twenty nine and nine came with, but symbiote had an unlimited webbing, obviously. Uh, in the oh, Felicia Hardy for sure, <laughs> Stanley, oh Stanley uh, doing the narration, and um, and you had the Fantastic Four with Spider Man with a paper bag over his head was yeah. a, a costume that you could get. Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, the. Uh, Oh, it was, it was great. I had a lot of fun with that game. Yeah. And then, oh, is that all of them? Yeah, you're right. You went through all of them. Great. Brandon. Through all of them. Uh, I can do the same thing Brian did. So for live action, it would be Andrew Garfield. I've always loved Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. And specifically, I've always said that he's the best Spider-Man and, um, and Toby was the best Peter. And I think that's just that I think they spent more time with Andrew Garfield's like, or with Toby Maguire's like Peter wife a bit than they did with um, Andrew. But I, yeah, I always felt that Andrew had the best Spider-Man and Toby was the best Peter. Um, yeah. So that's live action TV. Gotta go with the 90s show, which I get that everyone likes spectacular. But for me, I love the 90s show. I remember as a kid, it was always on rerun. So I watched that a lot. It had, it had Spider-Verse before Spider-Verse. It had Black Hat. It has Spider-Man meeting Stan Lee, which is wonderful. It's just, it's great. So, love that show. Radioactive Spider Man. So great. The theme song is wonderful. Every it's early CGI it. when he when you're swinging through the buildings, they would like switch to yeah. this other yeah yeah. From yeah. the CG, they did. Yeah. It was Secret cool Wars, though, <laughs> which was really cool. They did so many just awesome things for like a TV show yeah. in that time. Um, so I love that. And then video games. Video games is tricky. It's definitely obviously between the two PS4 games. Um, I do. I think it's probably the first one, 
but I do really love the Miles Morales one. I just, cause in that one, the swinging feels better because it's on PS five. And also like the way Miles swings, like he, because he's inexperienced, his swings aren't always the same. So like sometimes he'll like mess oh. up and he'll be like swinging backwards or something because oh, he like messed up his swing. It's real great. So cool. I love that, but I think it would definitely be the first um, PS4 Spider-Man game. So yeah. Nice. Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. did everybody go? Len. I think so. No, you did. Everybody went. Great. I, um, we kind of hit the next one. Everyone yeah, talked about their favorite Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. Well, although I, I actually did have a different answer for this. Uh, oh. I say comic Spider-Man. Right? Oh, okay. In any medium, you got to go with the original. <laughs> nah. All right. All right. Nah. You don't have to. I, I like guess. Andrew Garfield more. I'm just going to be honest. More well, than I would, the, I would challenge. So, so, so many people have written and drawn the comic. I would challenge. Do you have a specific version of the comic that you find your favorite? in the in any medium like like when you picture like when i picture batman i picture a norm bray fogel batman yeah who do you like picture that. like who do you picture those are probably two different questions favorite and who do you picture are vastly different but um oh, I mean, so, okay yeah I, that's true i mean they're not unrelated for the purposes <laughs> of the question of your favorite spider-man in any medium and you just say comic that's like me saying yeah. movie like which <laughs> I disagree. Which that is a, a character with an ongoing continuity. That's the whole deal. You know what I mean? Um, but who I picture is the one from probably the early to mid nineties is probably who I picture as, as it, I wouldn't, I would just kind of, I don't necessarily describe it visually in my head when I think of Spider-Man, you know what I mean? It's more of a Was he, feel. I'm, I'm going to keep pressing like good unemployed. What age, like high school Spider-Man, like, what, what did his webbing look of like? Spider Man. No, stop it. I, I, I really want to know, like, what version of yeah. Spider Man spoke speaks the most to you? I probably Substitute teacher Spider Man. No, like, no, which that's one? definitely alternate version Spider Man for me. Um, you know, works at the Daily Bugle, has his own apartment, visits Aunt May a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, is probably who's he with? Is he with MJ? So he's with MJ because Gwen has been gone for like <laughs> most of. Most of the comics that I've read, yeah. but um, so this is, if he was with Gwen, that would be that would be cool. This is but, like yeah. right before JMS Spider Man. Then sounds like yeah, it. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. for me, okay. I would say all of these questions is why I wouldn't say the comic is my favorite. Is that like you guys are having him narrow it down? But at the end of the day, comic Spider Man isn't whatever Brian narrows it down to. Comic Spider Man is all of comics, and exactly. there's too much baggage in comic spider-man for comic spider-man to be my favorite that's why i wouldn't say comics gotcha. but there's so, so much good stuff too right so sure. then yeah. so you would say andrew garfield Brandon. i mean yeah it would either be andrew garfield or honestly if it would have to be peter parker actually i think it would be the the video game which has the opposite thing where because it's just one game so far and there's there is so little story there isn't enough baggage for there to be like any well, for anything to it break doesn't down. It doesn't have to be Peter. It said, who is your favorite Spider-Man in any medium? Yeah, yeah. You, it could be Miles in the second video game. It could be the version of Miles yeah. in the cartoon. It could be the version of Miles in Across the Spider- or Into the Spider-Verse. Like, it could be Spider-Gwen. It could be, Spider 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 could be yeah. Spider-Ham. It could be Noir. Could it it be? could be fucking Nick Cage. Can it be Silk? Because then it would be Silk. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean Silk's Wait. not Spider-Man, so Spider no. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. anybody with spider powers. Can yeah. it be the Human Torch? <laughs> Can I say spider Yes. <laughs> 
What about Daredevil when he dressed up as Spider Man that time? Yeah. How about yes. what if number four? Yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> How about next topic? We've sort of we've done we've done the background. Now uh, bring it down to the most recent iteration of Spider Man and Peter Parker. How have you guys felt about this? MCU iteration of the character. So there was all the Sony stuff that went before, and then with Civil War, we finally got Peter Parker and Spidey into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. How do you feel how he has been treated up until, because we're not going to spoil No Way Home yet, up until No Way Home. So Civil War, um, Homecoming, Far From Home, is that it? So, and and the Avengers Endgame. 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 Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, what I've appreciated is that even though Spider-Man has been introduced into the cinematic universe, you know, like really in the middle of it, you know, when it's up and running yeah. and they kind of like found a way to fit him in. And I guess as seamlessly as a you know a shoehorn can be they fit him in in there um but one i recognize them doing that because of the importance that the character holds to the marvel in general you know i don't care no matter how big any of this avengers stuff gets spider-man is always going to be the flagship character um and two I think they had an idea of how to maybe do the character differently. One, they knew they had to do it differently because it had been rebooted twice already within, you know, not too long a time. So they had to yeah. make this somehow different. And they did with the casting of Tom Holland, who I appreciate his his casting uh, with the the reimagining of the character back to closer to his origin as of a teenager um, and by kind of putting in surrogates for um, for Uncle Ben and, and Tony Stark and developing that relationship, um, having him look on at in all to all of the heroes who, you know, in this world were there first, you know, Captain America and Iron Man and, and what have you. Um, so I've, I've enjoyed it. Now, I have to say, I do find myself, in when I look back on it, thinking that I've enjoyed him in the properties outside of his movies more than I've yeah. enjoyed him in his movies. And that's not to say that I haven't enjoyed the movies. I have. But I just found him that much more enjoyable bouncing off of the other Marvel characters in, in those other movies. And I think the reason for that is because in Marvel comics, a lot of times Spider-Man is that connective tissue. You know, mm -hmm. he, he was a member of the Fantastic Four. He, you know, for a long time, rebuffed the Avengers from about joining them, but would team, mm -hmm. you know, but would always show up in the, any of their events. He teamed up with everybody in the freaking Marvel Universe. So see, so you're used to that banter and seeing him bounce, his personality bounce off of everybody, even when he's just fucking around with Falcon and and and, and um, Bucky. It, it still was just great to to see that um but i i've enjoyed time tom holland and 
as much as I I like Andrew Garfield, and I still have respect for for what Tobey Maguire did. Tom Holland, I think overall did a good good enough job that he became my cinematic live action cinematic Spider Man. So you think that's why, Lynn, they they went a different route was exclusively because there had been two very recent memory um, origin and regular Spider-Man stories. Yeah. I mean, one, you can't do the origin again. Right. Probably next to Superman and Batman. Yeah. Spider-Man's origin is known by there are babies that are born knowing exactly as Spider-Man got bit by a spider. So like, you can't go back there anymore. <laughs> right. So you you reimagine it a little bit. You de-age some people. Thank God and thank the sweet heavenly Jesus. They de-age Aunt, Aunt May to Marissa Tomei. Um, so um, so you, you de-age her along, because when you talk about think about it. Old ass aunt may never even made sense as his aunt, as his young yeah. buck's aunt. Yeah. So it, it made right. sense for them to de-age de- de- Marissa to, you know, yeah. that character. So it 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 absolutely made sense with it, what they did. Agreed. Yeah. Brandon. Oh, I wanted to go last because I'm gonna have the different opinion. Um, but I don't love Tom what I'm Spider-Man. I don't, I'm just assuming. Um, I don't love Tom Holland Spider-Man because for me, like I get wanting to do things differently, but also I have always wanted Spider-Man in the MCU and like the, I want him to be as close as possible. And so I just think it's unfortunate that the one that we're going to see interact with all of our favorite characters is not the one for me that is very similar to the comics. Like I like this Spider-Man isn't the one who like had, I mean, okay. I was going to say something that's a spoiler, so I can't say that, but like, it's just, there's a lot of things about him that are very different. And even like his high school, like he's like, he's a nerd, but like, is he? And like, it, does he really get bullied or does he get like teased by someone who's not even really that cool anyway? Like, right. yeah, there's no, there's no uncle Ben, right? There's yeah, no great power, great like responsibility. Yeah. There's no, yeah. He goes to a super smart school where everyone there is super smart. And basically yeah. the only bullying he get is being called penis Parker. Um, right. So very, very different. Yeah. It's, yeah. So but it's but like, that is, it's, I'm sorry, but isn't I, that also an, a rec, a recognition of that, being geeky is seen a little differently now. Uh, yeah, I also point. I also yeah. think that his bullying and his is is more like in the MCU is based off of class structure more than it is um yeah. nerds and jocks. Yeah. Um he is the he's like the accepted um charity case in that school filled with yeah privilege and geniuses like when he goes to date um alan yeah they are in a giant mansion and everyone else like they're they're paying for trips to abroad and stuff like he is in a privileged high school and he is the kid from queens that takes like three trains to get there so it's it's more class structure than it is bullies my thing about that is i would agree with you but he never it never feels like he really cares because, like, yeah. I think bullying is very... The main thing about bullying is that you feel bad about what people are saying about you. And he yeah. never really feels like it actually, like, hurts him. I agree. And so then it doesn't really... It doesn't, it doesn't hurt, hit his heart. 
I agree uh, with that. We should to remind, me, that's because, sorry. We should remind people, because I feel like we are getting close. Brandon almost accidentally spoiled something a second ago. And uh, in the comments, we it's not a spoiler, but it, uh, like Mars Comics and, and maybe Kevin, you might want to just, depending on how much you don't want to know absolutely anything, I'm, we can't control what's going to pop up in the comments and, you know. Yeah. You might want to yeah. watch the rest of this later. <laughs> I am, true. I am yeah. nowhere going to touch anything that happens in the current movie. I'm yeah. just saying. No, um, no, no, no. Actually, I don't even know what my fucking thought is anymore. What were you <laughs> cool. saying? But yeah, Tom so Holland getting bullied. Oh, in it's general, it, class structure. That, that, yeah. is a, that is a... That speaks more to this version of Peter Parker. He doesn't go home and cry. He mm. is uh, an annoying optimistic. And that's He's my thing is that a push forward, annoyingly optimistic. Like for me, okay. Spider-Man isn't though. Like I was thinking like for me, Spider-Man isn't very op- like he's optimistic for other people. But for himself, he's always very like down on himself kind of. And like the Parker luck, he talks about it all the time about how he feels like he has a lot of like bad luck and everything. And he always tends to get in his own way and like pull himself down and stuff like that. And so that's that's Spider-Man for me. And that's part of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. And this version doesn't really feel like that for me, which is why I've just and also I've talked to J.D. about this before, but I don't love that his Spider-Man feels almost like sanitized, maybe in that, like, he doesn't really make like he'll make quips. But like the thing I like about Spider-Man is that Spider-Man in costume always toes the line between being like white ribbing and like just being a jerk. And this Spider-Man isn't a jerk at all. He's always very, he's pretty like kind all the time. And I think that's like, that's why I always like Garfield so much is that once he's in that costume, he's a jerk and I love it. Cause like, and that's something I just, I don't, this Spider-Man doesn't feel as like hard hitting as that one. I, I agree with you. I've, I've talked to, to you guys about this before too. The, the we've we've spent three movies with this kid who doesn't know who he is yet and at the end of this one it's a little bit closer to the versions that you're talking about or that you wish for because when he puts the suit on he's a little bit more confident and brash but no he is not he is not a jerk he is not overly confident he's just another he's just like a level more exasperated that he normally is like it's still that 15 year old nervous energy just now with power which and the, well, i appreciated uh, for the first two movies honestly the yeah. only thing i'm, I'm going to say is that while yes i've already said it i'm not a long time reader of spider-man comic but because of thankfully being a member one time of the spoil spoiler i've read more spider-man comic books over the last couple of years than i have in a long time and i gotta be honest the Bugs Bunny Spider-Man that would slip on the mask and just be uber confident, big time jerk him out there. He wasn't in any of the comic books that I've been reading over the last few years. It's a little less. It's a little less. Yeah. So, you know, I hear you on on that Spider-Man, Brandon, but that is the Spider-Man that definitely bounced around in a lot of those 90s animated animated shows to a degree in some of those comic books as well that spider-man at least as far as i'm concerned hasn't been around for a minute mm-hmm. he was kind of the, the worst quote unquote the worst during the say the john Mita senior era because he, he did a lot of fat shaming 
they're fighting the kingpin and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think I'm I'm probably pulling a lot from Ultimate Spider-Man. I know, like, I know. I think there's a scene in Ultimate Spider-Man where he has like he pulls out like note cards to make fun of kingpin whether he's written down like jokes to tease him about that was pretty funny and also he's got nicknames for them all and like like yeah no that is and i think and i don't i don't know i guess i haven't divorced tom holland's version from that i just he always presents as a teenager a kid not there yet but it never felt completely devoid of that other stuff do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he just hasn't learned to be an asshole in that fun way yet I, I don't know it didn't feel it hasn't felt separated just not just like at a three instead of a seven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i personally loved i love tom holland as peter and spider-man he is a very different animal than the previous iterations for the longest time there i was saying that Toby was the best Peter. Andrew was the best Spider-Man, but Tom Holland really seems to nail both uh, mm. very well. Um, mm. And I just, I really love that kid. He's great. He's a really great actor. In each of the movies that he's done um, for, uh, for for Marvel, I I feel it. I feel, I can, I feel it. Like I have an emotional reaction to the things that he's doing and experiencing mm. and going through. When he is under, you know, when, um, he accidentally helps to knock down the building on himself with the Mm -hmm. vulture and he's under there and he's trapped and he's screaming for help and he's crying. Holy shit. That gets me every time. Like I, I get verklempt. Um, every time it gets me. Um, and there's times in this movie that it gets me. Uh, yeah, it's just, he's, he's really a wonderful actor. I'm, I'm, they found a gem with that kid. I think he's great. Um, now there, of course, is the problem of him being young Tony Stark. He's basically, you know, Stark Jr. Uh, a lot of people have said that. Um, oh, problem is that a perspective. All... What's that? Problem is a perspective. Right. You know, whether or not yeah. that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want your character to be more like the comic book. Right, right. It's a problem. Right. Um, even when they did that in the comic book. It yeah. was people didn't like it, you know. They made well, they, it too much like Tony. In the comic book, they did it as a. Um, it was a conflict. It was a. It was a character conflict. Both times they did it. First time during Civil War, it was a character conflict. Uh, he was kind of like swayed by a demon, a demon, to go along with X. But then also post Superior Spider-Man when Parker Industries mm. was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also a conflict because it didn't gel with who he felt he was as a person. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like um, in regards to like baby Tony and his mentor, it, it it's a conflict. It, it I, I took it in the movies as a conflict, not like, well, we're just, we're just grooming the next Stark. It was always like he desperately wanted a, a father figure of some sorts. And he desperately respected not only the science aspect of the man, but then also you're a fucking superhero. Yeah. Yeah. See, I liked that. I liked that. I liked that a lot too. Um, A lot. Like I liked him as the mentor. That was very cool. And whereas I uh, usually like the straight from the comics, the best, you know, it's one of the things Marvel does exceedingly well is, 
taking the core of their characters and, and actually doing it in a movie rather than having some auteur type director being like, this character would be cool if I put my spin on it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, for Spider-Man, it's completely different, you know, um, but, but he's still very Spider-Manish, but he's got a completely different backstory and I dug it, you know, I, I enjoyed for whatever reason, maybe it's because there have been multiple recent Spider-Man movies and I just in general am more willing to see some alternate iteration. Um, I liked Spider-Man as, uh, hey, he's a super genius kid who is going to fill in, you know, he's going to step up and be the Tony Stark of the Avengers now that I- there's. No, I, I tend to agree. I tend to yeah. agree. Like when, when JD, you've mentioned a couple of times, like these, these Holland movies have been mini MCU movies and not Spider-Man movies. It's just like, I'd love to see just a Spider-Man movie instead of a mini mm. Avengers movie where they just toss a bunch of uh, Avengers problems mm. or characters at this kid. Whereas I agree with that, but I also kind of love the fact that on a meta textual level, they're taking this character and this iconography that everyone kind of knows as Len said almost from birth you know all the nuts and bolts of Spider-Man and they're just taking it and throwing it against other IP like like we don't really have to do the shorthand of explaining to you what the, the morality or the importance of Spider-Man we're just going to toss it against this because there was no matter when you were born there was always an era where Spider-Man was already introduced right yeah so they skipped that part and yeah. I as much as 70s I, TV movie yeah as much yeah, right. As much as I as much as I agree that I would love to just see him in like a bare bones, nuts and bolts kind of way with modern storytelling, hmm. I don't hate the fact that they jumped in this way. Especially well, when it came I to think, the Marvel universe that was already pre established for twenty four movies at that point, right? Yeah, because they could have introduced him just as a slightly later than he would be in the comics version of Peter Parker who is very street level and doesn't have anything to do with them. Um, although they probably wanted him in, you know, yeah. Infinity War and Endgame, of course. But um, similar to that point, Nolan, to agree with Len earlier, I think the best, the best Spider-Man stuff so far has been in Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. You know, the other appearances of Spider-Man. Um, up, up to No Way Home, and whether or not it includes that, we can get to later. But um, like Len, like I liked the other movies a lot, but he was the coolest in in those other and Marvel I would, films. I would actually say I agree with that. And I think that part of that, for me at least, is that that does feel like him the most from the <laughs> comics in that like mm-hmm. he the way he acts around the other Avengers is the way comic Spider-Man would act around the other yeah. Avengers. And so it feels mm-hmm. more natural to me when he's in those other movies and he's being the same Spider-Man that I expect him to be. Whereas when he's by himself, I expect him to be slightly different and I don't feel he does it. Also real quick. And then we can move on to JD because I know you're ready to do that. Um, you got to remember, and I've mentioned this before, I like Tom Holland's Peter Parker, but this Peter Parker is definitely an amalgamation of the Peter Parker. Everybody loves and the Miles Morales that everybody was starting to dig with. And mm-hmm. they tried to get the best of both worlds into this Peter Parker. That's what Look you got to remember. And that's the difference that you mm. uh, think a lot of you. Yeah, yeah. that's a very good point, actually. Now that you he does that, have I, a lot of Miles yeah. characteristics. And honestly, like, I, I do think that just um, 
the unsung, but I think he's in all the special thanks for all of these movies, but you know, the unsung hero of this, these versions Mark of Webb. the characters yeah. is no, I wasn't going to say Mark Webb. I was going to say <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis. And yeah. And he is in there. Like they do thank him. Yeah. Ever, ever since um, the beginning of amazing, they took a bunch of plot points and characterizations, but then also all the way through miles, um, adding all of these attributes to modern versions of Spider-Man as they keep like rolling downhill, whether it's Peter Parker or miles, it's, it all kind of stems from what he started in 2001. Right. Well, the whole MCU like has a lot of ultimate universe. Yeah. Even, yeah. even yeah. before that, there's a famous picture of Tobey Maguire sitting with the direct with Sam Raimi reading an ultimate Spider-Man comic. Like even oh, yeah. they, oh, really? like, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Sam, Sam Raimi was just like, no, 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 this is Ditko. Yeah, yeah. Like, 1960s. After the picture, he threw that away and gave. Yeah, that, that was a, that yeah. was definitely. They took the picture. Yeah. And then he was like, "Cool, I'm done with it." That's what was. That's what was like at Barnes and Noble for the photo op. That is yeah. not the inspiration yeah, exactly. for those movies whatsoever. <laughs> Although, as I recall, Tobey Maguire was filming a Spider-Man movie in the pages of Ultimate Spider-Man. That did. That yeah. does so, happen. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. true. Yeah, that was fun. very meta. Yeah. yeah, there is a bit. Yeah, in Spider Verse, I think it was a Spider Verse spinoff where like there's a bunch of Spider-Man together and they're talking and someone's like, I think I saw the guy from social network. So that's fun. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's time. We're going to do no way home, but we're going to talk about non spoilers. We're going to give our, each of us is going to give a very brief overall view of the film reaction of the film. No spoilers. We will let you know when we're going to spoil it because I know it's it's still out there. A lot of people are still going to go see it. Um, it's making bank. So, um, all right. Who wants to go first? Raise your hand. I'll go. No, go. <laughs> uh, 15 seconds. I absolutely loved it. Uh, there's one or two plot holes, but they do not deter me from recommending this movie highly. I loved it for what it was, but also what it borrowed and where it leads to I, I think it was just an incredibly strong film i loved it i, I can't wait to watch it again Len, i think I thought it was cool it's a cool film <sighs> brian <laughs> i liked it i liked this movie i saw it and i liked it <laughs> brandon <laughs> i Loved this movie. It was wonderful. It was great. It was so much more than I could have ever expected. Honestly, it's weird. Since I've been like off the show, I haven't paid as much attention to like the nitty gritty of the movies and everything. I still haven't seen Eternals or Hawkeye. So like I wasn't I just didn't even. One of those is the nitty and the other the gritty? Yes. (laughs) There's gritty is in the movie, in fact. Um but I haven't so yeah, so I just I wasn't like thinking about this movie. I didn't even get my tickets like on opening day. I had to get whatever I could find. Like I just really wasn't thinking about the MCU. So when I went into this, like I wasn't my expectations weren't very high. And so it kind of really just like blew me away. So yeah, I just I loved it. It and it made me I want so many sequels for so many people and so many things. It was a wonderful movie. I I guess we all agree. I thought this movie was awesome. I really Yeah. I was I was blown away. There are things that I was expecting and despite expecting them still blew me away. And there were surprises that I was not expecting. Very, very big surprises that I was not expecting. And uh, I was not ready for them. I was I was not. But uh, overall, an emotional roller coaster ride of a movie. 
I got everything, almost everything I wanted out of it. There is one big plot hole that I will, we're going to discuss. I'm going to, I'm going to see if anyone has an answer for me. That's not Noel because his answer only, is bullshit. Only one. <laughs> uh, only well, one big, plot hole. Big plot hole. Um, but everything else I loved. Uh, everybody in this movie's fun. There's not a, a weak link in the batch. I don't think. Absolutely loved the it. The batch of links. Yes, not a, not a week. Yeah. All right. Um, let's do it. All right. Full, full spoilers. Spoiler. From here on out, we're going to spoil this movie. So if you haven't seen Spider Man No Way Home, pause it, go watch it, and then come back and talk to us. Um, all right. Oh, let me, oh, I didn't look at your notes. Is there something specific? Oh, yeah. We're going to break it down. We're going to go villains and cast. Oh, here we we're go. Go. Wait, yeah. JD, hang on a second. Can we really get into the spoilers without imploring these people for money oh that's true <laughs> or likes yeah. and subscribes yes exactly uh if you like what we're doing here you can go to patreon.com slash johnny destructo you can help us out that way if you don't have any money because most of us don't just hang out with us that's all we want is your attention we just were attention that's a really big thing for me it's really yeah. we want you to be here with us to hang out and talk about comics uh and pop culture so uh like comment subscribe etc blah 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 um and uh what else oh for you know you come to johnny destructo's hero complex 4327 main street come hang out here get some comic books we also do mail outs we do subscriptions we do every tuesday night either a book club or a movie club on zoom so if you go to facebook and there's a group on facebook called jd's hero complex book club it's just the name of the shop book club. Uh, you can join our Facebook group where we will post the Zoom link and we post all of the polls so that you can dance on them. No, so that you can vote um, about what the movie is and what the book is going to be. They alternate. So book club, movie club, book club, movie club. Tomorrow night is book club and we are doing Usagi Yojimbo Origins, which is basically the first chunk of the Usagi Yojimbo by Stan Sakai, but fully colored. Uh, mm. For anyone who doesn't know, Usagi Ojimbo is a uh, anthropomorphic rabbit samurai mm. in an anthropomorphic world. So it is a very serious, it's not adorable. It's just straightforward samurai tales for the most part that everyone happens to be rabbits and rhinos and all sorts of animals. Uh, and then next Tuesday is at eight o'clock is going to be movie club. And we're doing passing. Noel, what's passing about? I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked it up. I, I, I don't know. This is what happens when we vote. Uh, people put forth uh, the options and then everyone votes in Facebook and then the top two win. What's passing, Brandon, what's uh, passing is, about? Brandon, it's what's a movie, passing oh, about? Oh, oh wait, you, gotta, okay. you have it. You can do it. Go ahead, Brandon. Dude, oh, man, I you think, your hand up. I was just going to say, it looks like it's in 1920s New York City. A black woman finds her world upended when her life becomes intertwined with a former childhood friend who's passing as white. There you go. There that is. makes sense. That, yeah, it's on Netflix. Apparently, it's amazing. But I haven't looked into it. It just won the vote. So I was yeah. like, yeah, we'll watch it. Cool. So join us. Yeah, come hang out with us on Zoom and we'll talk about those things. Oh, I should mention, we're going to read the book first. 
and then talk about it. Uh, should. It's, you read should the book be. by yourself. It's three hours of the, me reading the book to you. <laughs> the group. Via the, Zoom. The hangout is really just talking about the thing we've already experienced. We're not watching it together. That's also what Movie Club is, yes. That you got to really mention that because some people yeah. may almost show up to Movie Club five minutes before it starts thinking that you're going to watch the movie and then it turns out it's discussing the movie and then they can't. It, yeah. We're not going to name anybody named Brandon. We're going to name yeah, whoever that me. was, whichever Brandon that happened to be. <laughs> That's we a won't talk about thought, though. The book club, right. obviously, you're not going to be reading the book during the thing. But the movie club, you if could it's watch it. Movie club, I mean, right? it's, I, it's called movie club, but it's not called watch party. That's I feel like true. That's the nomenclature for those. Maybe we make a movie called Passing. That's it. Yeah. 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 And then <laughs> whole try club to of us. fight whatever legal battles you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, the, we're like we're the drama club. We're good. anyways, yeah. All right. So, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Full spoilers. Let's get into it. We're gonna we gotta we're gonna break it down, mother lovers. Uh, so, we're gonna start with the villains, of which there were. Here's the thing. I thought for sure there was gonna be the Sinister Six. I thought there was gonna be a secret villain mm. that pops out at the there end, was. and now he's got to fight the end in the post credits. No, that's true. There's five. <laughs> Mm. So yeah, yeah. I, I kept counting. I kept thinking like I got him. Maybe I'm missing somebody. Am I missing a villain? Is there six of them? No, there's five. Um, so yeah, uh, who wants to talk about villains? Um, it was a it was a who's who, man. It was every yeah. era of. Uh, so the the plot. Of, everyone that's seen the trailers, the plot of the movie has to do with a spell that's fucked up, and everyone who knows who Peter Parker is across the multiverse accidentally gets like pulled in before. Stephen Strange could shut it down. A handful got through. That handful are Norman Osborn from the Tobey Maguire era, uh, mm-hmm. Otto Octavius from the Tobey Maguire era, Andrew Garfield's. Um, oh, also, sorry, Sandman from the Tobey Maguire era, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield's Electro, and Andrew Garfield's Lizard. Lizard. Sorry, thank you. Um, and they were all just as wonderful as they were before, uh, and I do mean that. Literally, because like some of them weren't wonderful and they were wonderful here. The ones that are the ones that you have the most affection for have the most screen time, which is awesome. Otto, I loved him in this. I loved Alfred Molina is just so fucking great and everything like sure. uh, Willem Dafoe is going to Willem Dafoe every chance he gets to Willem Dafoe. But I forgot how wonderfully charming Otto Octavius is and how wonderfully charming uh, Alfred Molina was in the, in the role. We rewatched Spider-Man two the other day and it was just like, it's so tragic. He was so rad. Um, Mm -hmm. And he just doubles down on that here. Um, The technology was fantastic. Making them all like 20 years younger. Seamless. Fucking seamless. Oh, wait. (laughs) For Otto? He was, Otto looked like Otto was putty. Otto did not look, even in the very first smooth. Smooth, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I remember even in the trailer, I was like, "Oh, I hope they fix that before the movie comes out," because he looks that that de aging is not great on. Oh, I thought it looked fine. Uh, yeah, I thought it looked good too. Yeah, uh, and um, I loved this version of Norman. Um, yeah, that uh, his costume. He yeah. was mm. he was just as heartbreaking, and he was somehow ten times more brutal. Mm-hmm. The yeah. hand-to-hand fight that he had with Tom Holland in the condo building was probably the most brutal fight I've seen in a Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah, hands down. 
Um, it reminded me of a couple times in literally in runs of comics where he's beaten to an inch of his life. I was just like, oh, there's yeah. shit. They're going for it. Like no one's <laughs> pulling bunches in this. I, I, I loved it. And also too, the weakest, the weakest villains kind of got the least screen time. Like you didn't even fucking yeah. see Thomas Hayden's face until the very end. Here's and the that thing. wasn't even Same really him. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that I knew. I knew from the fact that he was uh, sand the entire time. He's that there were, I don't know if he didn't want to come back or whatever. Apparently but then at the end, I go. Oh, at the end, he turns into into church, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I guess he did. No, he didn't. That's from Spider Man Three. That's reused him, footage. Yeah, him and Reese Ivan. When you see yeah. them, it's reused footage. But apparently, they both were on set, and then yeah. they just decided not to use them. I heard that apparently it was that like it would be too costly to like de-age them or whatever. They just decided uh, to just keep them in their like CGI. Man, forms. it worked. It straight worked. I like even the visual yeah. bits. I I loved. Was I that loved actually the... Reese Ivan's voice as the? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that does not that did not sound like him to me. Rewatched it last night because I, I thought the same thing too. I was just like, he sounds like a weird gruff like American, and <laughs> that's the voice he put on for yeah. the whole. Uh, but that's not his voice as Connors. It's, is that his, that's his voice as the lizard, though? Yeah. So weird. Speaking Could of, Sandman they turn changed? into human-looking in yes. the movies? Yeah. It, yes. Like, after he was saying he could go back to that? Okay. Yeah, it was but nonsense, he but he could do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He could do it in the comic. Why, why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, um, I, I've never been a giant... Uh, how, many, how many comic book movies have we seen where they just, every sequel, they add an extra villain to the point oh. where you get like four villains and oh, it's just okay. like a fucking mess. Yeah. I had very low expectations and how they used everyone. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like jumping through narrative hoops for Jamie Foxx to not look like an asshole, a mm-hmm. uh, blue asshole mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. But I was just so enamored with everything else that I just kind of like let the wall fly over my head and be like, Oh, cool. I thought the explanation too. Was, was pretty elegant. You know, it's just like, oh, there's a, it's a different kind of, the electricity is a I little mean, different in this universe. Basically, yeah. it was a don't worry about it. Yeah. That was the whole explanation. Like, eh, don't worry about it. It's, like it's, a, yeah. it's a different universal constant. You know, he gets a different power. Eh, it's all good. That's enough for me. I, yeah, I it think his hair and his teeth and everything. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's all good. While, we're, while we're on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. While we're on yeah. it. The, the, the Doctor Strange spell brings forth people who know mm. that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yes. Mm-hmm. In Amazing Spider-Man 2 featuring Electro, at no point does he know that Spider-Man's secret identity is Peter Parker. I made a TikTok about it asking people about it and they were like, "Oh no, Harry told him." No, no he didn't. Harry didn't know mm. that Peter was Spider-Man until he's already the Green Goblin and shows yeah. up to fight Spider-Man after Electro has been defeated. And it's not until he's like in between Gwen and Spider Man that he goes. Yeah. He's like, wait, you're Peter. Peter. Yeah. Uh, it'd be, yeah. It's his 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 conversation with Gwen that lets Harry know that um, he's Peter. So there's no reason for Electro to they be in this bring movie. It up there is something later in the movie that he yeah. doesn't know. There is right. something. I thought more you'd be powerful. white or black. Yeah. There's yeah. something more powerful than the multiverse, and that's contractual clauses for sequels. <laughs> <laughs> Another <laughs> thing that's weird is that, and this isn't as big of a thing, but um, uh, what's his name? Otto mentions that Norman became the Green Goblin. Yeah, but that 
and I someone pointed out that that can't have been public knowledge. And at first it was like, oh, it makes sense that over the years someone would have found out. But no, no one could have found that out because Harry didn't know. So it's not that can't have come out at all. Like that can't have been public knowledge. So yeah. how did Otto know that he was the Green Goblin? Well, wait, did he? He didn't say he knew he was the Green Goblin. He said that he went crazy and died like his his research went to shit and but I he died in like him getting stabbed with his own glider oh i i, I just i i don't know it could have gone over my well, head. I when, only seen it when they're when they're on the bridge and you see the um the pumpkin bob i don't know that yeah. that guy on in the on the glider in the costume is mormon oh yeah so yeah that's a good that's point a little yes. weird bit yeah Although, you know, that does get into some, like, were these realities changed when the end of the movie happens? And Magic! Eh, oh, don't yeah. start making excuses for them, Brian. No. But I do Magic. actually have that question in general. Yeah, um, that's one thing, yeah, and I think JD will probably get back time. to it, because I have seen JD's TikToks. We have I'm a just, pros and cons section on the book like, after this, yeah. if you guys want to, like, do the pits of the Knicks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, I would say that uh, also the reason that it works having so many villains is they didn't have to introduce all these villains. Yeah. Right? Yes. There's no origin yep. stories. There's no before they were villains. There's none of that. It's just like yep. these guys showed up and they almost functioned in that way as one antagonistic mm-hmm. entity, yeah. you know, um, and I think that's that's like the main reason that it that it works. And yet, and yet, after they all beat, well, two of them at least, beat the hell out of Spider-Man in the condo and then mm-hmm. leave, they are seemingly off in the world with the Dinobots from the Transformers movies just doing whatever the hell they want, waiting for Spider-Man <laughs> to give them a call a la BugleNet that come and meet me on Cap Shield and Statue of Liberty. Yeah, what, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, look, man, I guess they all went out for shawarma or something. I don't yeah. fucking know. Listen, I like seeing um, Will, Willem Dafoe. I, I'm a huge Willem Dafoe fan, and I love that the man said, I will come back, but I am not doing a cameo because I am, you know, fuck that. I'm Willem right. Dafoe. Don't call me William. So I ain't mad at him. I, I like Al- Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina is have. It seems like he's having fun in this movie, even though there's mm. moments that it doesn't make any sense. But unfortunately, the second that they flip the chip in his neck, they no longer know what to do with Alfred Molina, and he doesn't do anything else in the movie until the very end when he shows shows up at the at the you know like a deuce at machina at, at the exact right time why don't you just come in the beginning he sent the net the 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 alert out he said <laughs> hey i'm here to help you pete but no he didn't do that uh jamie fox all of a sudden got a makeover because jamie fox said no fuck that I don't want to wear those teeth no more. And those glasses hurt, uh, you know, and I got a line of glasses that I'm putting out there. So if I can't wear my line of glasses, then fuck that. I'm going to be here in my contacts and I don't, I don't need a part. So to be fair, he just, his teeth were fixed when he became electric. Right. You guys keep mentioning the teeth. His oh, teeth got right. fixed in the, when he like got all electrocuted. 
because that's oh, what electricity man. does to teeth. Yeah. Anyway, when you yeah, get hit by a move. bunch of electric eels, Len, I don't have to go into the specifics. They didn't even ball. know what to do with the lizard. The lizard just shows up already in fucking Look, jail. Listen, the lizard yeah, yeah. favorite part of the movie for most of it. I I loved every line the lizard had. He was so oh. dumb and so funny. I loved well, he it. wasn't dumb. He was just he was like the the motley fool of the whole thing because hmm. he didn't give a shit about the ongoing plot. He was just like, look, I don't fucking like, I'll wait. You guys, this is going to fail. Who cares? You know that? Like he know, was I just, he just didn't care. I don't know if you guys have seen, there's this pretty iconic um, panel that people show on Reddit and stuff all the time where Sauron, the dinosaur, it's from Spider-Man yes. and the X-Men. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, Spider-Man's like, you could cure cancer. You're so smart. And he's like, I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> and that's all I could think of with the lizard. It's like, oh, yeah. he doesn't care about anything. He just wants to turn people into lizards. A lizard. Yeah. It that reminds me so of the Justice funny. League Unlimited. His fucking Girl master plan. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? They were going to turn the whole world into apes. And Luther mm. is like, then what? I don't. Also, you're gonna turn really, me into an ape? There was there's a there's a classic film called Super Mario Brothers where it was mm-hmm. the the entire the entire uh, uh, thing at the end was to de-evolutionize everyone to apes and lizards. Like that's your sure. plot. Why wouldn't? That's, that's what you're doing. I, I remember right. Captain Planet, where some guy just to. wanted to pollute. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's remember, my God-given right. right. I remember when Captain doing. Planet turned everybody into a tree, but that's what I remember. That's <laughs> mildly fucked up. That was a, that was a good skit. That was really funny. Don Cheadle, right? Yeah. yeah. Was, tree. Tree. <laughs> um, uh, awesome. is, is anything extra on the villains, or do we move on to the next piece? Mm. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Let's talk Supporting about... guest. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to go just straight to the Peters of Parker. Oh. Oh. Can I just say one thing about the supporting cast that I think is really neat? Yeah, absolutely. The fact that Doctor Strange has been in five MCU movies and he's only had one that's his own. I just yeah. think that's really cool. Yeah. That's just really neat. They're like, in fact, six, if you because he did his own voice in What If. So to be in so many properties and only have one movie, I just think that's real cool. And that's he, it really shows how big and how great the MCU is. I think, well, I, I mean, the MCU has, has been making a conscious effort away from science Solo. and into like magic and, and hmm. theory hmm. multiverse yeah. and supernatural and yeah. Interdimensional yeah, it's interesting stuff. That the Less multiverse cosmic. is a, is a magic related thing. Yeah. It's right? weird. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they seeded it, I guess they seeded it in a way in just how they approach science and magic in general in the mcu sure through thor where it's just like it's just science you don't understand yet any sufficient yeah. Yeah. technology yeah. is indistinguishable from magic and, I didn't and, if, exactly. and if, doctor, you know? if doctor strange had more than one movie plus all of those other cameo appearances then that would have only bolstered scarlett johansson's lawsuit against disney and marvel so. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i didn't take it also that the mar- the multiverse was solely magic i took it as just like this is that's how it was introduced in this no no like, no, no. Like, no i'm not saying the multiverse is magic but i think it's interesting from our perspective that the way that they the way that those characters reach the multiverse is magic mm. and the way that we are introduced to it 
is yeah. magic. Also, you know? too, it's more it's more in line with time travel, and we've seen in the MCU now that uh, time travel is possible via science as well as via magic. Mm-hmm. So it's really just almost two doorways into the same room, right? I mean, and I would argue that our introduction. I'm sorry. I was just going to finish. I would argue our introduction into the Marvel Universe multiverse actually happens via science in the greatest superhero movie of them all, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah, I'm going to go low. That's you. <laughs> oh, um, uh, I, I'd like I, credit also to Ned, who is a surprising supporting character in this film mm-hmm. uh, with his uh, tingly fingers. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I just every movie I love um, Zendaya and uh, and Holland's chemistry even more. I, I just really enjoy them so much. I enjoy yeah, them a lot, a lot. I wish I could be with you on that. I feel like Zendaya and Peter. I'm sorry, uh, MJ, Michelle Jones, and Peter in this. They, there's never any passion. Her whole thing, her whole thing, is disinterest, and yeah. to just sort of like. Uh, mm, I just say snarky things, right? So it's not until this movie that I feel like she actually shows emotion at the very, mm-hmm. very end where he's explaining what's going to happen and she al- almost, almost breaks down. Um, she never quite does. So I just, I, I wish there was a little bit, there's nothing there for me. Um, and maybe it's because they're both like, I don't know, 16 or 17 years old. I don't mm-hmm. know how old they're supposed to be. Oh, okay. All right. right. Yeah. 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 You know, they should be you know, in, 17 or 18 because they're going to they college. Are. Yeah. It's the beginning um, of their senior year. Yeah. I like them as actors and I like them acting together, but I do not feel any sort of passion, romantic, anything there. They just really seems like best friends who kiss sometimes, maybe once or twice. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I will, I will agree with that, that they definitely seem... There's not a romantic passion between between them. Um, and they seem like they seem like the typical high school couple that's going to college and very likely won't be together at the end of their first or second year. You know, yeah. so I, I, yeah. I can agree with that. that. Neither of them are doing bad acting, but <laughs> I just don't think that. And, and and who knows? That may be how each of them are playing it. You know, um, because it that does make sense from a realistic standpoint of a 16 to 18 year old, you know, yeah. where I probably 17, 18. So uh, I I'm for that. What I will just talking about the the uh, supporting cast. I could have done without Happy Hogan on here. Yeah, um, mm. he always you know, feels shoehorned in. He feels shoehorned in MCU appearances. Yeah, yeah, he feels shoehorned, and also they don't—they don't give a fuck about de-aging him because um, he just looks really rough. Um, yeah. But even though I like, I, I, I'm drawing a blank on the actor. John Favreau. What's his name again? John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Favreau. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I love John Favreau, and you know he's—he's yeah. he's eating well because of the Mandalorian. So I ain't mad at the man. Hmm. But um, <laughs> I'm just glad that this movie. You know, we don't have to go into full detail about it just yet. I'm glad that this movie finally gives something of substance for Marissa Tomei to do as Aunt May. Oh my God. And mm. and she like she nails it. She does yeah. nail it. I, I think there's a there's a certain scene that I'm sure we'll get into that maybe is a um I mean, a, let's get into it. 
Why not? Go. Yeah, this is the supporting characters section. Just yeah. real quick with the support. Oh, if we're staying in supporting characters, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. we're staying in supporting characters. If we're staying on Aunt May, Brandon. Um, she's supporting. Yeah. Who's so, never called? She's never called Aunt May. It's just May. She's just May, and I love it because yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what you would do is a, a young buck, and you got this hot. You was like, oh my god, nay. That's probably what he's thinking. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know that that's where Peter was going with calling. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. Um, but uh wait. Yeah, so wait. At the end of, go ahead, Brett. Happy go ahead. No. John Favreau, as he is now, Happy Hogan. Got it on with May. Like he pulled May. Yeah, like, he true. pulled May. That's true. Well yeah. done. Yeah, that's called convenient writing. So anyway, uh, convenient or, I mean, some love for the big guys. No, I think no, no that's is, why no she's breaking up right now. Uh, yeah, I, I, she just, I feel up like I'm close. I feel like I'm cl- well. No, she hung, she broke up with him because he's clingy. He didn't know how yeah. to chill. Yeah, but he, we don't know what Ben looks door. like in this reality. Yeah. <laughs> it's very really true. true. Yeah, mm, that's what she told y'all. Anyway, she did something. <laughs> <laughs> At the yeah, end, she broke up uh, with me for the same reason. <laughs> oh, that's so cute, Brandon. Anyway, <laughs> the um, the culmination of this big fight at the condo that we've mentioned uh, a bunch of times is that um, May Marissa Tomei's character gets caught very much, not even in a crossfire, just it's collateral damage um, because of this huge explosion at it. In the condo, and at first she seems definitely she's got roughed up a little bit, you know, because she was caught in an explosion in the condo. Sorry, yeah, you're she's off. Not, she's not yeah. caught in an explosion. She is rammed with the oh, goblin that's right. lighter. Yeah, that's right. It, and breaks, then, it comes. And it then comes. Caught in an explosion. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but even still, she's like she's kind of like. You know, worse for wear, at least seemingly yeah. at first. Yeah. Oh, I just um, got knocked off my feet. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. You know, just got to catch my breath, which is what you, mm-hmm. which is what one of those things you say, right? Um, and she's talking to you know Peter and everything, and then there's a moment where she just she just drops, and and man, my heart sunk the second mm-hmm. one because I knew what it meant, yeah. and yeah. it's already been kind of mentioned that Aunt May does pass away in this film. Um, uh, yeah. not before Wait, you knew she was going to pass away in this film. I had before heard seeing it. the movie, I heard about it. Oh, really? Oh, I hadn't. Oh, man, yeah. I hadn't heard about it. I'm no, sorry. I, 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 don't, don't get me wrong, I didn't want to hear about it. I yeah, was yeah. trying yeah. to stay away. Oh, no. oh right, yeah, you saw it a little later, yeah. Yeah, um, but you know, I, uh, yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Like, I, I caught wind of it like that Friday, sure. yeah. Um, so, um hmm. So yeah, so but it, it, she she passes away, but not before giving the actual mm-hmm. quotation from the comic book. Which, mm-hmm. when you realize that what she says, it, you know, with great responsibility must come, with great powers must come great responsibility, which is it, which, which is everything. And she acts it so mm. beautifully. It, it like mm-hmm. she's so the, for the first time in a lot of these superhero movies, it that really caught caught me, and I was, mm. I didn't, I didn't, but I was moved to almost tears with that. And I saw I someone cried. point out that it it very much kind of mirrors Peter's death or whatever in Infinity War, 
where like the falling and then the person like holding him as he dies, it's very similar. So yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice kind of yeah. switch up. I think one reason that it got to me, Lynn, was uh, you didn't see this one coming. Gwen Stacy in Amazing Spider-Man Two, you're like, she's out. Like, I'm very- thinking Gwen Stacy is cast. You know, right, it's just- right, it's right. Coming. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's eventually, yeah. Yeah, with this one, me personally, it was an up and down and up and down. I saw her get hit by that glider, and I was like, oh shit, she just got stabbed by that glider. She's looking mm-hmm. like that's not that's not survivable. But then she seems all right, and you know, it's like. All right, I'm still kind of tense here, but they seem to be walking out. It's all right. Then she kind of falls down a little bit. I'm like, then as soon as she said, with great power comes great responsibility, I'm like, she's done. That's it. She, with great she power she, must yeah. come. Must also, come. she said the right words. She didn't do the, the paraphrasing. Yeah. Must also yeah. come. Great responsibility. Yeah, that's the actual she said it very naturally as well. Yeah. Not like she was quoting something she'd heard before, mm. but like. Saying this it's, as an aphorism, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. to to, the, to that point, is exactly what Noel just said. In every other situation where it's been been said, it's it's felt like it was it was acted. Hmm. It this mm-hmm. felt like it was just na- natural for her to like say the it. thing that she, she was saying so at that better. time. Exactly. Yeah, like I heard this saying once. Right. Um, right. I power, yeah. I saw it with. Uh, so I was emotionally affected. Uh, my left was JD. On my right was my wife. And I heard lots of sniffling between the two of them. And I was just <laughs> holding it strong. I was just like, I know. <laughs> and I got to tell you, there was a moment where I didn't know whose hand I should reach out for to comfort first. <laughs> <laughs> and I chose my wife. Yeah. I mean, you got two hands, Noel. Exactly. Right? That's, that's what JD hand. said. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure who to comfort first, but uh, but, you know, like. Uh, all oof. things, all things, even JD was a little louder. <laughs> Your emotion was a little stronger. And I, I I'm sorry. that's why I love you. No, it was perfect <laughs> because I was feeling it. I was like, this is yeah. really fucking effective. And it was, it was just hit home even harder when he finally meets his predecessors mm. and they had a moment yeah. with him to validate that moment with her was just it was just recycled emotion right over again this movie was effective not only did i cry when she when when the thing happens when when may goes down but then immediately after that it's a comical scene it goes directly to a comical scene with mj and ned at ned's mom's house or aunt's or whoever it was grandma Mm -hmm. um and him doing the trying to and then you get all the yeah. Peters, right? And it's all very funny. It's very funny and charming. And yeah. then it cuts to, do you know where he could be? Oh, I think I know where he could be. And it's at the top of the in the, the building of the, the school. And he's there and he's just mourning. And I was immediately back. I was, <laughs> I was immediately crying again because I was I could feel it all over again. Um, the, um, I, I feel like that. So we're going to we're going to get into the Peters Parker now, right? Yes. Um, I. I feel like that is a uh, some friends that we have majorly complain about the MCU as high emotion undercut it with humor, high emotion undercut it with humor. That's just kind of part of their formula where I feel that that is effective because that is just kind of how people communicate as, as like whether it's nervous energy or just the natural flow of conversation. You're not always maudlin. You're not always dramatic. Sometimes it's yeah. up and down. Um, it was a really interesting choice to go straight to the, you know, Laurel and Hardy of the whole situation with them at his grandma's at Ned's grandma's house. And then mm. 
the joke of him knowing magic or he's got magic in his blood uh, kind of coming to fruition. But then doubling down on validating rumors that we've been hearing for three fucking years. Yeah. Of there being multiple versions of Spider-Man in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that being incredibly successful and hilarious and validating mm-hmm. my emotions in regards to Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. I could have watched two hours of him proving that he's Peter Parker. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <the>, like, <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, like, the- from the moment he walks through, this was an Andrew Garfield movie. For me personally, yeah, this yeah. was an Andrew yes. Garfield movie from then on. I just, yes. every, oh. everything about him was so great. This, these were not extended cameos. They were there for oh, the yeah. half of the second act and the duration of the third act. Like yeah, they, they were, were integral parts of the yeah. No, yeah, yeah. like, even with Tom Holland and Toby being there, for me, my focus was always on Andrew for the rest of yeah. every every beat that he was a part of was something that made me super happy in every way, shape, and form. Whether like from yeah. the introduction, and and I remember like you know you they they open the portal and you see him in the distance and he's got the shrug. And then he turns around and his eyes are a little bigger. I fucking slapped JD on the left of me. And I was just like, fucking Andrew Garfield. Yeah. yeah and I thought that outline, I was like, that yeah. would have been enough for me. But then cool as a cucumber, Toby McGuire just like Ooh. walks through like, oh, hey, guys, I figured uh, things were a little weird. How do you why know? didn't I stop by? Like he was unfazed <laughs> by the fact that everything yeah. is just another universe yeah. in another world. I, I thought they did a great job of showing those different Mm-hmm. Um, phases of the life of of yeah. a Spider Man of a Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and really, because um, obviously they all have their own characterization. And it's not one guy playing three alternate universe characters like it has been in uh, most sci fi stuff that we've seen. So they're going to be different, but they did a, such a good job of showing these like at different points in their lives, um, yeah. kind of uh, distinctions, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, I at this time want to mention I had not. I'd gone this whole time and I'd not seen Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? And because I think I was like graduating from a school when it came out and I just got so busy and I never got to it. And I was like, I got to see this before this movie comes out because I think Andrew Garfield's going to be in this upcoming No Way Home movie. And uh, so I did watch it like Friday night before seeing it on Saturday. And I was, you know, I would have caught all the beats and everything. I think it still would have been cool. Uh, you know, I would have known about Gwen Stacy or who Electro was, but I really enjoyed having a having seen it and b having seen it right beforehand uh, was very cool, especially for some of the Andrew Garfield beats. Yeah. And just to have an, a, a different universe Spider-Man so fresh in my mind, too. So his yeah. Yeah, uh, Andrew I, with Brand, like he is the star of the movie after he shows up. He's my mm. the favorite of the Spidey in mm this film um my favorite scene of the entire movie was andrew garfield's and that's when he um yes yes i don't know if i can share Hmm. muted shit oh can you guys hear me yeah i hear you now yeah Oh. I think it was um, yeah, at least so, half of our favorite scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. When Tom Holland goes to get her and and he gets yeah. nailed by the Green Goblin, and yeah. then Andrew Garfield grabs her, the look on his face, that the fact that he can't believe that he just caught her, 
and he has to check with her, are you okay? And then he's so emotional about it, just in the eyes, that she goes, yeah, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, Both times I saw this movie, I welled up, because uh, you could just... Yeah, he did it. Was, it. It was it was validation on so many levels, like uh, character valid- validation, emotional validation, and then just they that second movie was, I mean, that whole era of Spider Man ended before it was meant to. Yeah, because yeah. the second movie sucked. Yeah, because, no, because um, of the Sony emails, right? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, the email that. hack. Yeah, yeah. It, it for like it just ended before it was intended to so they never got the chance to redeem or show the character kind of moving beyond that tragedy Mm -hmm. um and even he made mention of it he became a punisher spider-man he just became rageful and shitty i wonder if that's where they were going in (laughs) maybe who knows probably not but just in general I thought it was a cool, but, it was a cool on. aspect of that. Having watched the original, like having watched Amazing Spider-Man the first one last night, mm. his whole impetus for becoming Spider-Man was just to hunt down the one motherfucker that killed his uncle. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like for the a while, police, the police after, call yeah. him out on that. Like he's mm. he's he's looking for the same type of person the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, that was actually my favorite part of the entire movie, and I think Sony yeah. would be absolutely bug nuts fucking stupid if they don't do something with Andrew Garfield's version of Spider-Man. I'm hearing the same thing from everybody. Um, Even, you know, all the shit that Andrew Garfield's movies get on the internet now, everybody is changing their tune about Andrew Garfield after this movie. Yeah. I don't need to do anything with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. This movie was a nice little capper. (laughs) It it, it ended it, it... we do not need to see the Andrew Garfield cut of now new Spider-Man movies. No, no, I w- no. Yes. No, I disagree with you. I want amazing Spider-Man number three, where he is a, no, you don't. he's a you JMS don't. substitute teacher. No, you don't. There was something Working actually I was thinking, well, I saw I someone see say, that. uh, no, don't. Speaking, yes, I do. Well, yeah. Yes, I saw I someone do. saying that like, I do. They, they wish that like when, um, Andrew went back, or at some point, maybe if we could have seen uh, what's her name, Shailene Woodley, who was Fuck the her. Mary Jane in his universe, except no, we didn't no. see her, but she would have been the Mary Jane in his universe. So, like something um, that would have implied that, like maybe now after he's finally redeemed himself, maybe he'll like be moving forward I, in a more no, 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 I don't, I don't like that. Not no. his fucking movie. It's Tom Holland. Oh yeah, movie. no, no, I agree. I with you weren't listening. This, this was his movie, as far no, as I'm concerned. No, okay, that's as far as you you're concerned. So go get your editing software and you make your Andrew Garfield. I you and I agree with you. No, no, no. I agree with you. I agree with you, uh, Len. I don't. I didn't want that here. I want to see further adventures of this version of Peter Parker after being validated like this and having this adventure because I'm very, very interested in this character. But I was more interested in seeing Toby go home because I want to see MJ just like Chekhov's gun in a narrative just be just because of the way narrative works. He explicitly mentions that it's complicated. Things work out. You do X, Y and Z. They set up an expectation to like validate or show his fa- his finale, especially as the elder statesman right. Spider-Man of them all. So right. I wanted to see him. I wanted the I wanted the end credit sequence to just be him with fucked up carnations going to visit his daughter hmm. or something. You know, 
Mm. Like that needed because they even mentioned it. That needed closure. That's Mm. what I wanted in something because I mean, as much as I loved Andrew Garfield and want to see him in 15 more Spider-Man movies, that character, that iteration of the character in this movie did receive closure. Mm. So that's fine. If they never touch it again, that's fine. Tobey Maguire's didn't because they introduced another wrinkle in this movie that I would have liked to have seen just kind of like hmm. given a little well, bit of. Uh, I can agree. I can agree with sentence. that. I can mm-hmm. agree with that because I do. And, and I honestly do think the way that they kind of like walk off at the end of the movie feels a little anticlimactic considering the, the, what they add to the movie just mm. plot wise, if not just, you know, yeah. I mean, it does kind of are. still leave questions for everyone kind of. Cause like we get the thing where it's like, Oh, we cured the villains. So now they don't have to die. But like, what does that mean? Cause like, if they're going back to like the point <laughs> where they were pulled from, they're still going to die regardless. <laughs> not yeah, sure. powers does not make it less likely. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't. I was gonna say it doesn't mean anything for them. They might also still die. Yeah. It, so meant, I, it meant a lot for Tom Holland's Spider Man, and that's all that really matters, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It was, it. Yeah. It was something that he got to do for himself. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He got to maintain the Spider Man of it all. Yeah. Oh, but I just want to say two quick things about Andrew Garfield. Um, first off, when he does that jump to catch MJ. I kept thinking because there's a bit and I found it earlier today that it's from Superior Spider-Man when Peter comes back um, and he's like fighting the goblin and mm, whatever her name is. But Otto's girlfriend jumps off a building Mm -hmm. and it's now Peter and he jumps after her and in his head, he's like, come on, Peter, like you've thought about this. You've gone over this a million times in your head. And that's exactly what I was thinking as I was watching it. I was thinking like, he's got to be thinking that and he's probably practiced this a million times. So like it just hit like extra hard. But with and kittens, also, he probably just throws kittens off of bridges mm-hmm. and tries to save yeah. them. Like that's and he's just got a pile no. of... Yeah, it was <laughs> um, that's subject 742. Don't what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, I feel like, for me, and this goes back to our earlier conversation about like the different Spider-Man and everything, and my thing about wanting to see... Uh, like a more comic accurate Spider-Man in the MCU. For me, Andrew Garfield was that Spider-Man. Like in every iteration, in every like instance, every scene in this movie, it felt like seeing the comic Spider-Man interacting with the MCU Spider-Man for me personally. Like he's got the quips and everything. He's got the like being down on himself, but he's also got the nerdiness. Like I really liked that. Like when they found out that Toby shoots it out of his arm, Andrew Garfield's the first one to be like, Whoa, that's so cool. And like the first thing he says when he shows up, he's like, so like string theory is real. Like he's got the nerdiness, but he's also really cool. He's got, he is for me very much comic Spider-Man brought to life. With in this case, because it has better writing than his movies, but in this yes. case, it just felt yeah real. Crazy. You mentioned him shooting the webs out, and they did. I think everything, ninety nine percent of what I hoped that they would touch on with each other. You know, yeah. something like, "Hey, what's, what are those uh, things you're putting on your wrists? Oh, you can't <laughs> shoot webs out of you know, like that kind of what if they could talk mm-hmm. to each other kind of thing." I think I was completely satisfied with that. Um, oh yeah, all those extended sequences with the three Spider-Men were fantastic. From from cracking backs to yeah, <laughs> what's the weirdest villain? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the guy in a rhino suit. 
Also, I liked Andrew Garfield. <laughs> He's really having a rough day. Yeah. Don't just really like the scene. He took his breath away. <laughs> he just needs to catch his breath. Please put him up on a big screen. Put him up on a big screen. <laughs> Don't do that to him. No, please. Please, I want to see this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone get the defibrillators. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, I know um, you had a bad day, Noble. When Tony Dwyer <laughs> comes in for the first time, and they, which to me was also one of my favorite moments when he just kind of walks in, and then they like mirror yeah. fight each other. That was yeah, pretty cool, yeah. too. Um, speaking of the Spider-Man interacting uh, and also it's like well why didn't you tell us you were Spider-Man it's like well I don't just go around yeah. announcing that I am Spider-Man Are you mean youth pastor Spider-Man yeah, yeah. yeah. here's the, here's the right thing here. though here's the thing as soon as it happens in the movie I thought that was weird because <laughs> when Tobey Maguire comes through he's like I don't just tell everybody I'm Spider-Man however mm. before that when mm. Andrew, McGar- when Andrew McGarfield <laughs> Andrew Garfield <laughs> comes through the portal he goes I'm Peter Parker. I'm Spider-Man. Like he says, and he pulls yeah. off his mask. He pulls off his yeah. mask. I'm Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Like they he were t- going, I mean, I realize. like, I guess maybe he was like, there's people through that portal calling my name, even though I'm wearing the mask. So clearly right. they know I'm Peter. Well, I also seem to be in uh, some sort of different alternate reality. <laughs> yeah. Where I don't recognize where I am. Yeah. MJ and Ned are have been on the news as being associated with Spider-Man <laughs> Peter Parker. Okay. So he thank you. Like, That's true. I know All these right. people. Yeah. I know that you know the real Spider. The Spider-Man. I'm not your. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I liked how when he jumps up and he's hanging there and he's like, "This is enough." You know, yeah. this is it. And yeah. And then he's like, you know, so fed up with it, and he's it doesn't matter. But then as soon as the grandmother is like, "Can you get that cowboy?" He's like, "Of course I'll get the cowboy." Which <laughs> goes back it. to that's what Peter Parker does. If an old yeah. lady asks you to do something, <laughs> yeah, he does it? He's not gonna say no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now wait a minute. Let me ask you something because the the woman <laughs> that plays Ned's grandmother, <clears throat> yeah, um, and and I think they're both Filipino. Yeah, um, I heard that apparently they're speaking Tagalog. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, which I think was very, very, very cool, and I love that there's no subtitles for it. But um, she see, when Tobey Maguire comes in, they have a moment. Yeah. Is she from, like, one of the older movies? Like, was she in one of the other, the oh, original Spider-Man movies? No, she's, he's just incredibly charming. Yeah. No, she was there. I, I, she's just see, in love it, with it. I thought that that I mean, definitely was, was supposed to mean something. No, yeah, quiet up. energy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that was supposed to be like that made me want to and I, uh, I just didn't do it like look up the the actress name to see if she was in the one of the first trilogy or, or something hmm. like I don't remember her I don't remember her either I mean but, she would have looked a lot different perhaps also uh, I just okay. I just took yeah, it as like uh, it was <clears throat> I don't know it just it, it was uh, in line with his characterization for Spidey. Yeah. Brand is looking. I could I'm looking, but I can't find any. It's just like the casting news, but not who the actual actress is, which is really <laughs> unhelpful. Well, you gotta look. Up, you gotta look up the actress name. Yeah, Lola. Lola. At any rate, the the Lola, three of them yeah, together. Yeah. At one point, uh, I don't remember if it was when they're on the Statue of Liberty and they're taught the villain their power or whatever, or if mm-hmm. it's where in the um the lab and they're all 
doing science. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, Running into each I'm other. Clipping. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I leaned over to Noah. I was just like, I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just I, so happy. I, so many times I said, this is too much. I can't really handle this. Like, this is too <laughs> yeah. much. I can't really handle this. Like, even Ned being like, Peter, they all respond. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Peter, Peter Parker. They all respond. That doesn't help. No, no, no. Like yeah. Peter Parker, that's Spider-Man. They all respond. It's like, you're not helping, dude. You're not. What do you want to talk to? I, think, I promise you I'll never become yeah. a supervillain. Andrew Garfield gives him the good job. Actually, something. <laughs> yeah, tap to him. Awesome. Well done. Something I yeah. saw someone point out is like, if this Peter ever does get his own Mary Jane or his own Harry, like this changes everything for him. Like if he ever meets a Harry Osborn, he's going to be yeah. like, um... Yeah, I, I'm uh, good. like I, I don't know. Yeah. He's like a real nice guy. I was, but... I was actually surprised that you know because uh, it's Toby Maguire who says, "Yeah, I had a best friend, and then he died in my arms after trying yeah. to kill me." Yeah. And I don't know if it was cut out or whatnot, but I feel like Andrew Garfield should have also been like, "Yeah, right? same." Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But then I thought about like, was he really his best friend? Like, let's like be honest, they, they hadn't talked in years. Yeah, it's true. But still, it's pretty close. Yeah. Also, why didn't that Harry Osborn come through? Not quite a plot hole, but well, they like said he that knew. it was just like whoever like came through before the spell closed. So he just maybe he was like made. just about to yeah. come through, like Electro like and Lizard. At the through, end, but. all those people in the yeah, thing yeah. That were like gonna <laughs> come through. They just didn't get a chance. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, that's why I say it's not quite a plot hole. It's just like well, clearly because they wanted Electro and Lizard, yeah. not that Harry Osborn. Yeah. Um, they probably didn't even want Electro, let's be honest. Oh, he was good, though. I mean, was, he was, was really fun. good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, in this. I really like that scene at the end where he's like, oh, you're from Queens. You yeah. kill poor oh, people. I thought you'd be okay. back. So that part. Now, yeah. I don't know if it's actually a reference, but here's the thing. So everyone knows Miles Morales in, inspired by Donald Glover. Yes. But yeah. the thing about that is what it actually was wasn't that Donald Glover, like, he, people wanted him to be Spider-Man, and then Miles Morales got created instead. But he originally didn't, wasn't like trying to be Spider-Man. His original thing was that when the Andrew Garfield movies were being cast, he was saying he felt like the Spider-Man character fit a black person more because he said that a young man from Queens who's like kind of poor, down on his luck, kind of nerdy, takes care of people, like fits more of like the black experience of someone from Queens, which is why I love in this movie Electro says that exact thing. I, yeah, well, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's a reference to like Donald Glover's bit, but that's something that I just thought was really great. Was that Which, the case, you know, in the 1960s? In the early 60s? No, that was, was the whole Jewish point. There? No, that no, was no, why yeah. Donald Glover yeah. was saying, like, for a modern movie, it right, would right. make more sense nowadays for him to be, like, a black character as opposed to a white one. Yeah, because in the, in, in the 60s, that area was definitely white, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, like Jewish Which, in that area, or I mean, I don't know, but I feel like well, it's strongly yeah, possible. Queen. Yeah, it was, Stanley it was, was right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it was that too, but it was yeah, it was it was so accurate. Which, yeah. but to me, you know, and this is just a little bit of fan service on my part, is a missed opportunity because when he mentions that and Andrew Garfield does a little huh, I would have loved quick cut to just like a rooftop. <laughs> And you just see Miles, animated Miles, just 
like <laughs> like looking like a fish out of because he's in a live action world and he's just there like doesn't know what to do and yeah, then it just cuts back cool. to the whole action that would so have been amazing yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, never mind it doesn't matter but yeah that would have been great yeah um, oh guys I thought they were um, about to kill Toby Maguire's Spider-Man and I was going to be real pissed and yeah, I loved how yeah. they turned it around it's just like I've been stabbed before yeah I've been All stabbed right. before yeah <laughs> yeah I thought they were going to do him like uh, Kirk in Star Trek Generations and give him some bullshit yeah death. like oh he's got to go out because mm-hmm. one of them's got to go and mm-hmm. he's the only you know that kind of thing even though and there's a capper to his tail even though to be fair yeah. And, and this is the one thing I didn't really like about this movie. As much as it does play with all these member berries coming in, it did, this plot is very predictable. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. the second you, I saw him grab the uh, glider from Tom Holland's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I said, he's about to get stabbed. Yeah. And sure enough, shing, shing. there he was. Yeah, yeah. But they can't kill him because they have to do something with him. Because I know when you say <laughs> you don't want them to do anything, but Tom Holland has said that he doesn't like they're going to do more movies, but he's taking a break and you know, the MCU, there's no way they don't do something with these characters in the interim. To, uh, first of all, first of all, the MCU, the MCU does not have any rights to use Tom right. Holland's. I mean, excuse me, Andrew Garfield or Tony yeah. McGuire's Spider-Man. It can only be outside of a Spider-Man movie. So yeah. no, it's well, not they, going to happen. Well, but then how they do what if? Do well, I guess because that's joint. Because right. Spider-Man's in what if? Well, they can do stuff with they, Spider-Man, but so yeah. yeah. But I think Len's saying those are like those wholly Sony-owned hmm. Spider-Man. Well, but I mean, with, anything can be worked out for the right amount money. of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah anything, anything can be worked out for money. money. <laughs> but but trust me, they're not right. going to do anything with Andrew. First of all, Andrew Garfield is coming. Is he don't need him no more. There was a moment when he needed him. Mm. He don't need him no more. And Tobey Maguire is aged out. Yeah. So I mean, he was it, already. I think feel like the whole thing about his back was a reference to his actual. I actually, might not do Spider Man Three. No, it's albums, actually it's you know? those pseudo movies. It's a yeah. reference, yeah, in Spider-Man, I think it's 2, he actually hurt his back on set, yeah. and there's a scene in Spider-Man 2 where he, like, clutches his back. Yes. And so this is a reference to that, actually. So yeah, yeah. that's what it's a reference to. Yeah. But, I mean, also the, the real guy. Yeah, is, he's just... For old. that reason, if nothing else, he's probably not going to come back as a full-time but Spider-Man. Well, he doesn't need to. He can be animated. Yeah. I mean, now, seeing an older that age Peter Parker in a movie and seeing, like, a much of... I'd be into it. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they're gonna do something animated or something with hmm. him. Maybe I could see an outside chance of Andrew Garfield because Sony has their own like Spider Verse with no or like Spider character with no Spider Man, and I wonder if they want to try to add a Spider Man into that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not saying that's gonna be Andrew Garfield, <laughs> but do they want a Spider Man with? Morbius and Venom and all of that stuff. No, they do know. want a Spider-Man, and they're hoping that yeah. it's going to be Tom Holland. But Tom Holland uh, is taking right. taking time off. You know, he's mm. got because um, didn't he do Uncharted? Uncharted is about to come he out. Did. Yeah. So and, well, and Uncharted, up, Uncharted was filmed before this movie. Huh. I know, but it's about it's about to come out, and if it blows yeah. up, then mm. he's going to be yeah. on a very long break. Mm. I mean, he's got three. He signed up. They. That was a real thing, right? Yeah, they, they, said, they said sign up for another trilogy. 
Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Let's wrap this up. Uh, right. Quick. Let's just uh, hopefully everyone looked at the. Um, oh, you know what? Shoot. Real quick. All right. I, we should touch on the very end of this movie, which while I was very sad. Yeah. Two, two major things in this oh, yeah. movie happened. And I was yeah. very sad about it. But I knew in my heart it had to happen. Um, Aunt May, May getting getting the the Goblin Glider, I, like that was of course perfect. And then at the end, when he's saying goodbye to um, MJ and Ned, and he's like, "I promise I'll come find you." And I'm like, "Motherfucker, you're not going to find them. Yeah. You're not. And, you're and not going to do is, it." And this is after um, Doctor Strange, the yeah. worst, the worst magician of all time. Yeah, uh, right? makes the world forget. Peter Parker. That's right. Well, he's telling. It hasn't happened yet. They've made the decision to do it, and it's about to happen. So he goes to say well, his goodbye I mean. to, to Michelle and Ned, and he's like, "Oh, I promise, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna explain everything." And I was like, "He's not gonna do that. He's he's gonna get there. He's gonna intend yeah. to, and yeah. at the last, he's not gonna do it because that's that's the Peter Parker thing to do." Um, and I thought it was handled handled beautifully. I knew it was gonna happen. But it was handled beautifully, and even just the sweeping aside her hair, and you see the very small band aid. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice little way to just hammer it home that like he like he may have been wobbling on it, but then as soon as he saw the band aid, he was like, "No, nah, okay, I can't do it." Which also um, it brings up a host of little kind of Swiss cheese lives that these people now yeah. lead. Where yes. Ned. What does he think he did for a decent portion of his childhood? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, I know I went to this park, but there was somebody there, this phantom yeah. in my mind. And how does Peter yeah. Parker pay the rent? With does he does his yeah? Because he doesn't him? have a GED because he's studying for the GED. He yeah. doesn't does he have, have a yeah. high school diploma. I mean, he has no government records, presumably, or anything. I mean, it also and, raises the question, why did he leave in the first place? The spell goes, you could just stay standing there. That's what I said. Yourself. That's true. That's what I said to Noah immediately after the movie. I'm like, why swing away? Just hang out right. there and be like, all right, yeah. this is what just happened. I am this, right. This is and, why you're standing directly under the Statue of Liberty, which has been destroyed. Yeah. Doctor Strange also is probably wondering what he is doing here. Yeah. yeah. But, Len, yeah. you make a but, really good point. Like, have a... 10 second conversation with Peter Parker about what this will entail. And yeah. the spell seemed easy enough to modify before he started it. It was because he, <laughs> he was right. modifying it as he did it and it right. didn't break anything until and he that did was it the six only, times. Right. Exactly. Like just talk to him, say, all right, everyone's going to forget. <laughs> would, is that cool? And then yeah. everything he would have, I think JD, you mentioned that just uh, everyone should know that already knows, but nobody else should know. <laughs> And then, mm-hmm. it's, and then it's done yeah. and it's fine. But just the fact that Dr. Strange would even contemplate, you know, doing anything mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. because your <laughs> friends couldn't get into the college that you wanted. You just have asked the question, well, did you write a letter? That's the first <laughs> thing to say. Yeah. Like right, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't even try to change their mind. That's yeah. because... We've been going on about how Spider-Man is supposed to be about 17, 18 years old. Right. Doctor Strange is a full-fledged adult, possibly older than anyone in the MCU outside of Steve Rogers. You'd think the common sense would come from him. Right. Yeah, but this Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange kind of 
little loosey goosey on like, hip, it's true. And, yeah, because like even he even <laughs> says like he's done this spell before to like cover up a party. Like he doesn't yeah, think yeah. of it as a big deal. <laughs> That's yeah. true. But this is like a worldwide. Also, Peter, your personal life will be upended kind of thing. I saw, I saw a meme today. It was basically the between Peter and Dr. Strange when he's first asking him about the spell or whatever. Uh, and instead of what he says in the movie, he says, uh, can you make everyone forget what Mysterio said? Yeah. yeah. And that's that. That's now, it. JD. Yeah, movie over. Right. You and I remember it a little differently, and you've seen it twice now, so there's a strong chance that you're right. But my understanding at the final time, Peter says to Doctor Strange, oh, it would undo it if you cast the original spell. Mm -hmm. And then he does, and then everyone completely forgets him. And Mm -hmm. you said he says to modify the original spell and have everyone forget him, and that wasn't part of... Yeah, I think I think it was a very quick little thing. I think he says, "What if we do the spell, but make everyone yeah. forget Peter Parker?" Right. Not right. Yeah. That, not that I am Spider Man. Just forget Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. Which is such a yeah. I don't know. Which also yeah. leads us to the new status quo, which. Uh, I was a little bummed out about because, as I said at the top of this, I yeah. had been enjoying this alternate take. I kind of had envisioned him becoming the new Tony Stark, Captain Marvel, kind of the new Thor and, and Black Panther originally as um, kind of the new Captain America of the Avengers. And they all had their own personalities. So it's not like they would just be retelling those stories, but just in terms of power and capabilities and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that was going to be real cool. And I like seeing him being able to make crazy new outfits and, and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure seeing him in the classic classic ish Peter Parker role. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I imagine he'll get a job taking photos for the Daily Bugle and he'll be scraping by and a whole new cast of characters will know him and he'll find a way to open up a bank account. Yeah. With no social security. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and. Charlie Cox was in it. That's <laughs> I what I oh, yeah. I'm trying to bring this up. I'm like, yeah. we have to mention it. that at some point. It was a great line, too. <laughs> I'm a really yeah. good lawyer. Yeah. That was uh, really funny. Very yeah, casual was about showing scene. his powers <laughs> to people. Say that again, Len. That was my favorite scene. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it don't get me great. wrong. I, the, I mean, the Mary, the uh, May scene was definitely heartbreaking, but that For was sure. just that was the funnest scene. Let me. It'd be weird if the other one was your favorite scene. <laughs> right, and also, right, right. that was right. the only one that like I wasn't expecting at all. Like I was expecting yeah. to see the the Spider Man, and like when May, like you could, like it was a possibility once she got hit and everything. But mm-hmm. I was not at all at any point expecting Daredevil to be on my freaking screen. I just was like tensing up for a bit. And from that point on, I was like, now anything can happen. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I had heard a lot of rumors, but I didn't know how much to put any stock in I never put much stock in them, honestly. Yeah. And, but it was a cool way to do it too. You know, mm-hmm. not as, not as Daredevil, just, but you see that he has powers uh, and it lasted a very good amount of time. It was cool. And it was very Marvel. Like, this is how yes. they, their worlds, the comic books, sometimes Very, like, Stan Lee Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Where, exactly. Where, like, Thor is flying by in the background is one mm-hmm. I always remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, it was dope. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So, 
let's let's rate our Spider-Man movies real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah. I'm gonna go first, just because I already, okay, I already have made. Are we Wait, just what? doing the Spider-Man live-action movies? No, no, we can also include Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, I still hope that's it off now. Yeah, no, it's yeah. yeah. it like that, that, that makes it much easier for Len. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, actually, before we do that, uh, how how twenty eight fourteen at the end of heartbreak at the end it was heartbreaking when Peter didn't tell MJ and about who he was. But you know, speaking of uh, Brian's sweet cheese memory. They mentioned earlier, MJ was still wearing the necklace from Far From Home. Yes. So, so where yeah. she, where'd she get the um, necklace? Yeah. Who's the boy her, that gave it a necklace now? Haunts yeah. her every day that she cannot. Yeah. That's why she wears it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's One day I'll remember. Yeah. Honestly. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, movies, Spider-Man movies. I'm going to go worst to best. Real quick, I'm just gonna blow through them. Oh, Spider-Man 19. Yeah, I read the notes and I. This was in the notes. I, I understood the assignment. Um, Spider-Man 19. Yeah, I'm 43. I TikTok <laughs> reference. Um, Spider-Man 1977, the made-for-TV movie. Uh, oh my god! I didn't go that old far. People movies. I mean, I loved those at the time. Swinging from that tree, testing out those yeah. web shooters. Yeah. Yeah. The way the way they wrapped the the cord around and then just did it backwards and show it. Mm-hmm. Was, um, right. Spider-Man three, Sam Raimi Spider-Man three. Then Amazing Spider-Man two. Hmm. Then Far From Home, Mysterio movie. Then Amazing one. Then Spider-Man one. Then Homecoming. Then Spider-Man two. Then into the Spider Verse, and it's kind of—I don't know where to put. No, I still—I I still have uh, have to peek around my boner um, for No Way Home. So no Way Home and Into the Spider Verse are sort of neck and neck. Oh, please! You'll change your mind next week. You'll, you'll exactly. See the light. That's why. That's very true. Yes. You want to see the light next week tomorrow? Because me. and the thing—the thing I said to Noel as soon as the movie was over was. It's up there with Into the Spider-Verse, but the Spider-Verse might win because you don't have to watch 30 years of Spider-Man movie in order to get the full effect. But you mm-hmm. watched them already. But I did. So but maybe that's your my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <Right>. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Favorite versus better. It's going to change every single day. So like, uh, yeah. uh, I'll go from best to worst. Uh, and I will not include the 1977 TV movie. Um, you You're really, it would win number one. Because <laughs> I'm weak. I've also never seen it. I have no frame of reference. I'm fine. Consider yourself I'm, blessed. I'm fine with that. Um, I think it's going to be for me emotionally, no way home. Only because it's 30 years of familiarity that's executed affectionately and, and competently. Recognizing that I think Into the Spider Verse is actually a better movie, singularly. Um, so that's one and two. Then uh, Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Three, and then uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. 
Oh wait, hang on. I forgot the the whole Tom Holland stuff. Oh uh, shit. So it's <laughs> which he hated. <laughs> uh, no way home. No way home for now. Uh, into the spider. Into the Spider Verse. I keep wanting to say Across the Spider Verse because that's the title of the sequel. Mm-hmm. Into the Spider Verse. Um, still Spider Man Two. Then Spider Man. Oh no! Then Amazing Spider Man. Then Spider Man. Because I actually do like Amazing Spider Man more than Spider Man. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And then Homecoming. No way. Uh, Far From Home. I liked Far From Home a lot. I, I mm. like. I really do like Mysterio. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, and then we filter out the rest the same as the list. It's uh, Spider Man Three, Amazing Spider Man Two. Hmm. All right. Well, I, I will go. Um, I'll go worst to best. Well, worst to second place because we know what first place is. Um, you, you refuse to say it. Oh, I'll say it at the time. <laughs> I'll say it at the time. But right now, hey. So the worst to me would be probably Spider-Man Three because yeah. God, that's god awful. Um, yeah. The next, the last, this is how bad that movie is that above it barely is the 1997 <laughs> TV movie, <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> and, that's only, and that's only because, like, I get, you know, this is the first live action Spider-Man. Like, right. Almost. And it did a lot for its time, you know, I mean, nah, well, nah, maybe it, a no, lot. It's, it, it, it's, it's garbage. But it's anyway, <laughs> it's what it was. And when I saw it as a kid, I was like, oh, my God. Then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so then is that then I would go. Probably Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um then far from home because i thought far from home wasn't bad because now you're getting into things that just aren't bad but just maybe just didn't gel together that great and that's what far from home was for me um then then probably amazing spider-man um no then homecoming then Amazing Spider-Man, then okay. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. then Spidey Super Stories from the Electric Company. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, so I'm at Spider-Man. Then I would go. Um, no way home was. No way home was good. I would go there. Then I would go and I'm putting it in here. I don't care what y'all say. Civil War, because that was my introduction yeah. to Spider-Man, and it was still super dope, <clears throat> super cool. And I still giggle like a kid when he swings around Giant Man and yeah. brings him down. A la Star Wars. I loved it. <laughs> uh and right. then right. looking down on all of those from a tower on high where he you mentioned Spider-Man too. I did mention Spider-Man 2, didn't I? I, oh, I sure didn't. Yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting to see if you were going to rank No Way Home higher than 2 or not. Yeah. All right. I so, so I went No Way Home. I will put Spider-Man 2 above mm. No Way Home because um, I, I, oh. that's how much I like Alfred Molina. Mm. Um, yeah. And then 
up high next to only the Lord Jesus himself <laughs> is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. If, if, if the height is so massive that if into the Spider-Verse dropped a penny to reach Spider-Man 2, <laughs> it would hit with the force of like a thousand pounds because all the yes. it's an episode yeah. on that. Yes, they would feel it in 1997 Spider-Man. Also, right. you're leaving out yes. Spider-Man Strikes Back and Spider-Man The Dragon's Challenge. From the Japanese no, ones? No, what actually. I don't know. I looked up the 1977 movie and it looks like there were two sequels. Oh, there were three of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they're, like all, they're all Spider-Man. garbage. They, it, first of all, I don't know if you know this, Brandon. These actually were just stitched together episodes of the stupid <laughs> show, TV show. And they're god awful. Never oh, do Better or worse than the first live action Captain America movie? Better. Oh, better. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're better. Only. Not the motorcycle helmet one. The fake oh, that's ears what I... one. Oh, the fake one. Uh, well, the fake ears one with the red skull who was actually Italian. No, these are I'm these sorry, are still. Uh, I don't know that. These I'm are sorry, still I better. These are still better, and the reason why they're better, and they're not good, but the reason why they're better is because the guy that plays Peter Parker, hmm. Spider-Man, who's way too old, uh, Neil Hammond, I think his name is, he is doing his best, hmm. and everyone else, <laughs> he is, he is. Why, hey, why didn't you get the job? Well, I was doing my best. Or why, why didn't I mean, you win an award? I was doing my best. Like, why did Listen, you? I mean, I'm also, like, in this movie, he had a Spider Man costume on, you guys, on TV. It, it was cool. Nicholas Hammond. Nicholas Hammond. I want on my tombstone to say, like, oh, he was doing his best. Like, he his, did his best. The, like, I mean, the, the, costume was, the, the costume was cool. Yeah. It had mirrored yeah. the mirrored glasses. It was cool. I remember yeah. really the costume was cool the, 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 when they first see it because you all you see is his costume. But then yeah. in the TV series, they they the went zipper? cheap. Well, you saw the zipper, but also yeah. the cartridges were on, on the, the outside, outside of his glove. That, yeah, yeah. That part and they were only on one glove. And oh, then really? when you <laughs> see him, you see him go like this, and then it would cut to, and someone would just throw a net. Into yeah, the yeah. scene, yeah. <laughs> which you would think also, right? It's got to be more expensive to show these because the other way you don't need anything, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Why did you go through the yeah. right? Yeah. All right, who's uh, up? Who, Brandon, uh, Brian. Brian, and then me. Oh, sure. Uh, I'll go from the top. Um, I think it's either this one, No Way Home because of the like magnitude of Spider-Men that are in it um, yeah. and how cool they are all individually and together or Spider-Man two, um, which has, I, I was one of the people that for a long time said that was, you know, if not the best, a yeah. strong contender for the best superhero movie at all. Like it just did Spider-Man. Um, now I got to tell you, I didn't see Into the Spider-Verse for like way after a lot of other people saw it. And it was a little bit of a victim of my expectations in that I thought that there was going to be more Spider-Verse stuff. You know, I just thought there was going to have more alternate versions of Spider-Man and that kind of thing. But I thought five of them in there. Yeah, but I thought he was going into the Spider-Verse. Like I thought he was going to like go to the noir world. That's just what I thought it was. 
No, I mean, it's not like it should have been that. I just thought that it was that. Like, he was going to go to the noir yeah. world and, like, that kind of thing. Um, and it was less, it just wasn't that story, you know. Um, but it was great. Uh, and also, everyone had already told me how awesome it was. And that's not usually yeah, great not for helpful. a movie, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, so, after those two, it gets a little, I don't know, I guess uh, Spider-Man 1... Um, maybe at least one of the Tobey Maguire's Far From Home I think I liked it a little bit better than oh no I'm sorry yeah, Tom Holland uh, Far From Home I think oh that scene is awesome and Phil Lamar is in it which is also cool mm-hmm. um, and uh, then I don't know is he the guy who goes any more bright ideas no I think he's the guy that says it's just a kid oh, I okay. think He's he or he's the one that catches him. But Phil Lamar, I mean, I've been following his animated, you know, his uh, yeah. voice career for a long Exploits, time. Exploits, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, what else is there? Like then Amazing Spider-Man, I guess. Amazing Spider-Man 2. And then down at the bottom, Spider-Man 3, which is not only really bad, it was such a fall of expectations because yes. Spider-Man 2 was right before it. And yeah. then, like I said, even at the time, if the order had been reversed, I don't think I would have really disliked Spider-Man 3 that much, you know? But coming yeah. after Spider-Man 2, I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I, especially yeah. with Spider-Man 3's trailer. Right. I rewatched that trailer so many yeah. times, and I was like, this is going to be... The, just the best thing ever. Yeah, we, we should do. Cool shit, we should do a, a. I honestly do think that it's worth it to do like a deep dive, just separate podcast about Spider Man Three. Like, there's so many weird things that are happening at the same time, yeah. and like expectations versus mm. realities. Uh, mm-hmm. What Sam Raimi wanted to accomplish mm-hmm. versus what Sony wanted to accomplish, right. and just like yeah. all of it attacking each other. Like he did Venom. But he did it via the scope of 1960s Steve Ditko era. So yes, yeah. it he, Peter Parker is a fucking dummy, and he would disco dance if he had yeah. power. Like and that it, wasn't. It, I like, had a big problem it. with that part. It, like it's just yeah. it's 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 just so many misfires. There was um, so much of that movie that seemed like it was about to get really cool. <laughs> you know, like when he's with Harry Osborn, it's like here we go, <laughs> and then we did not go. Um, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Bertha Sandman. I would love awesome. to do it. I yeah. would love to do a deep dive onto all the Spider-Man movies. You, mm-hmm. you know me. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Brandon. So for me, um, take us home. I was, something I was realizing as I was watching this movie, just as a little aside, is that like it's kind of made for me. Like I was six years old when the first Tobey Maguire movie came out, so like I was a kid as I watched those movies, and then like I was in high school as I watched the Andrew Garfield movie. So like I've grown up with like these movies, so like this was it was real special for me. Um, but yeah, so I would say number one would be Into the Spider Verse. Number two would be No Way Home. Number three would be uh, Spider Man Two. Number four would be Amazing Spider Man. Number five would be Spider-Man 1. Numbers. Oh, wait. There's other Tom Holland movies. Um, yeah, he's hard to there. Doing the same Amazing, thing I did. Yeah. yeah. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man would still... So it's all there, but just Amazing Spider-Man. Then it would be Tom Holland. Uh, both oh, of the Tom Holland. Man. No, it would be Tom Holland um, Far From Home. Then it would be... 
uh, Spider-Man 1, then it would be uh, Homecoming, then it would be Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, then Spider-Man 3. I, I wow, respect Homecoming the fact that you like bottom three. Wow. Well, I respect the fact that you like you like Far From Home more than Spider-Man 2001. Yeah, that's that's yeah, wild. I I'm, so. I'm down with that. I like. I that. think it's I telling though that we all forgot to put them in the list. Well, I think that partially because the other ones are Home, more just straight up. Homecoming Spider-Man. and Far From Home are just they they feel like Avengers prequel and Avengers. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Three, uh, 2.5. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Or 3.5. Yeah. Like they're very tied to what happens directly after one and or directly after Civil War and then directly after yeah. Infinity War Definitely. or sorry, Endgame. So like it's hard to just think of them as singular movies because even the plot has nothing to do with just Peter. Right. It's Peter as a reflection of what's happening right, in all right. of the other movies. So right, it's, yeah, yeah. it's difficult, yeah. Which is what goes back to my problem in the beginning with like the Tom Holland. So when I when I well, dropped here you out, go now. before we before we sign off, when I dropped out and my computer decided to be an asshole, did you guys talk about his costume now? No, <gasps> no, but I love that blue. Yeah, yeah. like we love just that saw blue, that shimmery blue. We saw a three movie origin to put him mm-hmm. at square one, yeah. and yeah. I, I mean. Talk about decompressed storytelling, but I'm not mad at it. It's like, interesting how yeah. he did this and uh, Barry Allen in Crisis got the name The Flash from Grant Gustin's flat, the uh, oh, yeah. Justice oh, yeah, League one. Right. And this guy, you know, is like, you know what? That uh, Spider-Man costume those guys were wearing was pretty yeah. cool. I'm going to do that. Uh, I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. me neither. Wow. Yeah. Should we talk that's about cool. I didn't, that's great. I need to see this. Again. Oh yeah. So Noel, speaking of the yeah, there's a the mid credit sequence where uh, Noel had said oh, this would yeah. be a, no- a nothing burger, quote unquote, a nothing burger. They're just introducing <laughs> Tom, Tom, not Tom Hardy. Ed, yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tom Hardy. Um, I think I was thinking Ed Hardy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In the in the end of Let There Be Carnage and how he goes over to the MCU. And I was like, there's no way that there's... He's like, yeah, they're just going to... It would be so funny if they just got rid of him. And he just blipped out. It's exactly what they do. Um, Now, for some reason, a little dollop of symbiote stays behind. I'm not sure why, because it's magic. That's not how magic works. I mean, why'd he show up to begin with? He doesn't know Peter Parker's Uh, Wait, Actually, I I asked that on TikTok. You said you saw these. And people responded that... um, he, yeah, it's revealed to Eddie Brock that the symbiote is part of a multi-dimensional hive mind. Oh, so right, and it's what the hive mind knows. He knows because um, at least um, Topher Grace's Venom knows. Right. Mm. Yeah, so it's not like something he consciously knows. It's just the symbiote yeah. is aware and just got pulled. And I guess they wanted the Venom symbiote in the MCU. Was yeah, he so, to do that? Yeah, or, sure. yeah. I mean, I, let's be honest. Is that any... Weirder, really, than a space venom, like a space costume so, from Secret so Wars. My, it's not the yeah, weirdness. It, no. no, it's not. But my my thing about it, like, uh, it, it all like he's part of one person, and he all disappears, so he all goes together. But then I'm thinking, like, well, I mean, if I take a shit in this universe, does yeah. the shit that I took go back with me to my universe? Like, no, it's I'd just like to know that too. It's just excess. It's refuse. It's just it came off mm. him, and that's that. That's what I'm. That's my version of history. That's your canon. Yeah, I don't that's, really that's my head it comes to me. Yeah. 
but the second one was the coolest one to me. The trailer? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved it. I don't yeah. like... Actually, okay. Let me rephrase. I like... I don't like when they make end credit scenes trailers. I would rather it be like a scene of some sort or just like something fun. But the trailer itself got me really excited. And the fact that it seems like they're including with a what if thing is really cool yeah. and awesome to me. Wait, I was, hold that on. surprised me. Hold on. I, I'm not convinced it's the what if version. Yeah. Mm. I'm not either. But if, because it, if the, it is, that I'd be. Because excited. the what if version is mostly reformed and working out like as just a jail keeper. Well, I, I brought up the same thing to a friend of mine and we realized, you know, trailers are often misleading. He might be the what if version. He's just not the bad guy. You know, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, who knows? It's also possible that like the what if version, we know that he was in his own little pocket dimension for a little bit before mm-hmm. the what's his name pulled him out. So maybe this is while he was in his own little thing. I, I I don't need it to be connected. I just think that it's wonderful that the mm. multiverse is the villain in this yeah. movie. Mm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I like to your other comment. I actually love it when the end credit sequence is like a, a mini trailer. I immediately had like member berries for uh, the end of Captain America, the first Avenger. Their end credits was fucking the yeah. first trailer to Avengers. Mm. And you're like, <sighs> It's going to actually happen. Like I, and I think they didn't, I think they should do that more, honestly. And I think they didn't want to put it as a a trailer before the movie because they were worried that it gave stuff away. That's what I had heard. Although it didn't really give anything away in particular, but there was tons of shit in there. The, the, uh, um, uh, America, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. America. You see, America Chavez. No, I mean, give uh, give something away from Spider Man. Oh no, no, I I get that too. But I mean, like, there's. there's tons of stuff in that trailer. Shuma Gorath was in that fucking trailer. Yeah. Um, Mordo looking like a goddamn badass. Man. And I want to see him do cooler stuff. You he's also not so bad in the MCU as he is. in. Yeah. You know, he's like a villain in there. I, I loved every second of it. Uh, the only mm. thing that I did not like was that goddamn goatee. Like, oh, I love that bit. It was so it nice. So, it looks like it was sharpied on. It's it's like well, he has that template. I, Remember they the, found that the the, <laughs> the undercroft the 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 goatee sure, but then like the goatee matched with the awful wig or like the super super shiny hair. Mm. Like, pick one or the other. Like he can't have one fake hair piece. <laughs> he can have one, not two. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. Is that everybody? Everybody went. We all went. Uh, it's yeah. time to go it's a marathon. watch more Spider-Man movies. I agree. In my dreams. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Join us here again next Monday where we'll talk about some comic books, I imagine. Nope. Uh, tomorrow night is... No, not well, next Monday, not, apparently. Oh, right. Shoot. What's next? 2022. Next uh, yeah, we, we might not see anybody until 2022. So. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll see you next year. <laughs> in late February, maybe June. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but until then, you can tweet at us. You can hang out with us on Instagram. You can Facebook us. Uh, what? Come to the shop and hang out with us here. Uh, thank you so much, Len. It was wonderful, Brandon, to see both of you. Uh, we miss having you on. We miss hanging out with you. So we really appreciate you coming by and chatting Spidey with us. So yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. This All right, y'all. Fun. It's GTFO. Love you. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. This is great.